a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, the remote edition from a hotel deep in an undisclosed location in South Bend, Indiana. We are going to talk about the Red Bud 1 motocross race that just wrapped up a couple hours ago and uh, dive into that and what happened and, and what's going to go on and maybe talk about a little bit about Red Bud 2 as well. Uh, thank you to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. For 2021, they have released their Formula CC helmet, which has got the same features as the Formula helmet that was groundbreaking a couple of years ago. And this one has a little different shell, a little different uh, uh, price point as well, but all the same features as the regular Formula helmet. So please check it out, flyracing.com. They've got a brand new light pant as well. No uh, zippers on it, of course, and uh, something new from the folks at Fly. So flyracing.com for more information on that. Also, thanks to the folks at Maxis. Justin Rodbell running the Maxis tires out there and absolutely uh, doing a great job on the uh, Maxis SGB Kawasaki team. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath, who is back riding now, and uh, used by A-Ray, uh, Jeremy Smith, Justin Rodbell, and uh, many more guys. So thanks to Maxis.com. Great mountain bike tires as well. Great uh, UTV tires and uh, and everything for the tires. Maxis.com for more information. Renthal, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for a relentless obsession to detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Fat Bar 36 got brought out in January. Kenny Roxon won some races on that. we got the Twin Wall Bar. we got the 7 8 Bar. Uh, and uh, lots of other things from Renthal, of course. Uh, sprockets, of course, and chains and grips. This is how great Renthal is. They came out with grips years ago. They made them gray, which was a weird color back then. But now, they were so good, and everybody used them so many times. Other companies make gray grips. Think about that, the trend-setting color in gray that Renthal did, Renthal.com for more information on that. Um, and also Onyx Maps, of course, as well. And subscribe to RacerX Magazine, please. I got a feature coming up there that you'll never read online. And uh, yeah, please check it out uh, at uh, RacerX Online forward slash pulp to subscribe to the magazine. All right, I'm Steve Mathis. Like I said, remote podcast here in South Bend, Indiana. With me is the uh, voice of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. He called the race today. He's still wearing his NBC Sports polo as well. It's Jason Wygant. What's up, Weech? Yeah, this is amazing. We're back. We're all in person, which yep. is never the case of this pod, except for those brief moments in Utah. Yeah. I mean, this pod is always done via phone, and here we are, six feet apart, all of us. All of us. All of us wearing masks. Nope. Undisclosed location. Hockey is on TV. <sighs> Which is great. Everything yeah. can't be perfect. And, uh, and uh, yeah, since, so, so, since Salt Lake City, like, two, whenever you left us, 
Yes. Salt no Lake. regrets. Yeah, no, no regrets. regrets. Uh, so uh, thanks for uh, coming in. And uh, like I said, you're still wearing your uh, polo shirt. And you just did your weed show and the post-race show. Press, got, we, were both in the pre- we were both participating in a press conference 10 feet apart in the same room. In the same room, press yep. conference and everything else. And we'll talk about Red Bud 1 and, uh, and all that happened there. Also here from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. He was at the race this uh, today, and he'll be at the race for uh, Monday as well. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. I can't wait to start arguing. We're already off to a good start off record, so yes. this will be fun. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's already flying by. Um, okay, so, all right. Red Bud won. Uh, I've been coming to Red Bud for, uh, what, what year is it, 2020? Uh, 24 years I've been coming to Red Bud. <laughs> wow. And this is so weird. It was so bizarre. Obviously, COVID and the time of year and the only spectators allowed were the racers for the amateurs day that's happening in the next two days. And I just kept out JT. I just kept looking out at the tower being like, this is bizarre. <laughs> well, I spent a lot of time with Tim Ritchie today. Um, just by happenstance, his family was in the same viewing area that I was. So I just was talking to him a lot. And Tim kept, Ritchie who owns the track. Yes. People don't know. Yeah. His family yeah. does. His dad started it and he's, you know, carrying on that generation. But I told him like, this is, a really weird vibe for the race. Like, so I've never been here. There's no people like there's, it just, it looks empty. All the bleachers are empty and you can walk around anywhere. And he, and he wasn't really on the same wavelength that I was because they have a lot of local races. Like they have fall races and they have, um, these grass track races and they have all kinds of things. And he was like, yeah, I guess. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like I haven't ever been here unless it's motocross, motocross of nations or a national. Like this is a weird deal. Even when I I went to four stroke nationals there and there were more people than, than today. And he's like, he was like, yeah, this is like normal though. And I'm like, it is for you, (laughs) but I've been coming here for 23 years and this doesn't feel that normal. It was, it was bizarre for sure. And then then also the time of year, like 75 degrees. I was cold inside the tent. Yeah. Like legitimately cold. So we, it was weird. Yeah, it was. And I did talk to Tim ever so briefly. I think they did expect a little bit more. Uh, The only fans here were, you know, you had to enter the race and then they could have some extra tickets that they wanted. Uh, They didn't get quite the numbers they expected, but even if they had, it was still going to be tiny compared to what we're used to. I'm not out and about much. I get to live in a palatial semi-truck air-conditioned palace. So for me, the atmosphere wasn't that different. There were certain times, I feel like, when a moto ends and you hear the crowd, podium time, you hear the crowd, that was a little bit different from my perspective. But I never really get to walk around, you know, at at prime 2 o'clock, say. Yeah. Uh, So I didn't notice it that much, but it had to be strange. Yeah, just walking through the pits, you know, like you don't see anybody, nobody stops you, the riders are walking around. It's just, yeah, it's it's very bizarre. But but some some good racing. Um, Talk about the Ryan Dungey thing here in a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. A little bit... We'll talk about that as well. Breaking news? Uh, I don't know if it's breaking news. I don't think you broke it, you but you're, you, you, you broke the glass. You didn't hit the emergency button, but I feel like it, you've, you've gone halfway. Of what's our job in the media? What's our job? Push the news for sure. Yeah. I, I don't mean break in a bad way. Oh, like, yeah, okay, you broke yeah. news. Right. Yeah. Right, anyways, um, well, you know who broke something today? Zach Osborne. He broke the stigma of maybe it was a couple of mutters. Ah, Maybe ah, it was a couple of mutters. Maybe, you know, he made some mistakes last week. He just got a third. Um, And we'll talk a little bit about the theory that I have. But he got both whole shots. He led every single lap. He went 1-1. Absolutely a tour de force performance. He put uh, 12 points on Sexton and, and more than that on everybody else. And, uh, you know, grabbed that thing back, Wage. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal day. He never came under fire. 
he never looked to have an issue. It just was perfect. Yeah, and we've said so much, and it continues, about this is exceptionally close parity competition in this 450 class this year, and that is impressive. But this was a true breakaway, not winning motos by 20 seconds. He said in the press conference, and you can kind of see it, I felt like he had it under control the whole time. His leads weren't massive, but I think he was doing just enough, knowing that there's a race in two days. Mm -hmm. I feel like he had every one of those guys under control, was never in true fear of being attacked. And it was one thing for Zach to win races on a 450. That was big. But to see him go 1-1 and kind of, I feel, have his way with the field, like he could have done more if he needed to, but he he had control over it. I didn't expect to see this all transition this quickly. And uh, especially coming off of last week where it wasn't as good, it wasn't horrible. Very impressive. And he said, I talked to him yesterday. These two races are going to tell the whole story. It's an extra long season. Some guys are probably getting tired and worn out. I think he knows that if he can really get a big hook in everyone, build a gap, guys are going to fold up the tent and put the sail down the um, weekend off. So I, he, I he like, delivered. I felt like we saw this coming. Zach has been looking forward to these two races for a while, I think. I think he's had these two races penciled in like yeah. as, a, as a big deal. Oh, yep. just stamped in. Yeah, yeah, like these two rounds over the course of four days, you can really change the course of the season yeah. in one trip. Oh, you I, thought you were, I thought you were kidding. I kind of was. Oh, you come in, you dominate. <laughs> I see. There's two different things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was I'm going to say you're both right. As opposed to there's one answer and we're going to argue over it. But regardless, I really believe coming in once we're going racing and we're here two races over the course of four days, you can really change the course of this series. Well, he told me that yesterday. So, JT, he made a point. There is a weekend off. Yeah. And that we're already stretching into but the calendar usually doesn't go. So, if you're one of the guys that loses, t- you fall. And I don't, I'm not, I don't specifically mean Tomac here, any of them. If they end up 30 points down by the you, end, by Monday. You start thinking about January bingo. really easily. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. I, yeah. I think it's pivotal. You don't know how this is going to turn out. You don't know if it's going to go really well or really badly but it can absolutely change your way of thinking next week when you have, you know, 10, 11 days off before spring Creek. And we don't even know, like the way things are going, there's no way that you can tell me with absolute certainty that we're going to Colorado or Paula. I hope we do. I want eight, I want nine rounds, but there's no way you can convince me just the way of the world right now. No, well, thank you. I, I don't know that for Zach sure. Zach made a couple mentions of that in the press conference. I want to have the lead. So, you know, we never know what's going on in this COVID world. Of course. Um, you know, you Thanks, never know Zach. how many Everybody's races going to assume he's got insider. If yeah. He had to mean something. Yeah. Which race? Yeah. Um, but okay. So look, he crushed it. He rode great. Yeah. Where's fly racing. We get all that. But, but, mm. and this is, you know, ifs and buts. If you turned it around, Tomac got Osborne starts. Barsha got Osborne starts. I feel like they win. I do. I feel like every, that's, like, that's such a no, big no, part of the yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's it. He did it. But I'm saying, like, as good as Zach was, I felt like the field was right there also. They just couldn't get clear air. And, and Zach did, so all props to him, and he got all the all the rewards. But we saw some great riding today from some other guys that just didn't get starts. I don't and, and, know, you know. All of that. I don't know that I'm there. I mean, maybe. He's won so often that I guess you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I didn't really see anything out of Tomac today that would make me think, you know what, it was just the starts. The starts killed him. Otherwise, he he goes 1-1 today. I I didn't see that. I think Eli is always capable of winning. He proved that at Ironman. But if you go back to Ironman, it wasn't 
any runaway at all. I mean, Barsha gave him everything he wanted and more at Ironman. And I think you would have seen that today too. If you put him up there on the start and you get guys around him, I don't think he runs away. Well, I didn't see pace that would indicate that. Either. He was 11th and ninth after the first lap. So he was further back than that. And he yep. went and he went four or five, you know, so he got five or six guys at least right. each. But moto, I didn't see you know? in time qualifying. I didn't see in the motos where he was just head and shoulders or even close to that better than yeah. the rest of the field. And that's kind of the, the same point I've been trying to make is I haven't seen that this summer at Salt Lake city supercross. Absolutely saw it. I think time and time again, he proved that, but coming back since we started back at Redlands on August 15th, I have not seen the dominant Eli Tomac that can come from anywhere and everyone else, whether they would admit it or not, they all know he's a little bit better than they are. And that's why he won three championships in a row. I have not seen that this summer. He's wow. good. He's great. He's just as good as the other guys. He's capable of winning if everything goes right. But I believe in years past, if you gave him he's ninth place at the end of the first lap, there's a very good chance he's winning that moto. And that's not the case right now. At least, at least getting on the podium. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he could have got on the podium today, but it, there was no like underlying feeling like here comes Tomac. Everybody better get out of here because here comes Tomac. I never thought that one lap today. Not one time. No, not today. No, no definitely not. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you had made the point, JT, that he is now just a guy instead of the guy. So you guys want to argue about this? I am not. You're not there. Just a guy. Just a guy. You're not going to bow down and say JT was correct. Just a guy is Blake Baggett. I mean, he won last week. He went 2-1. But it's one of the best you guys. Know? I'm, I don't, just I don't the, want to well, twist it. Just a guy. He's one of the guys. You know what I mean? Like... There's, there are certain guys that can win, and there are certain guys that can't, okay? Osborne can win. Tomac can win. Cincerillo, I think, can win because of his speed. Marvin. Muscan can win. Those guys can win. That's what I'm saying is he's one of those guys right now. A three-time defending champion, you're always going to defer to, yeah, he's better than those guys, but the riding I'm watching at the moment, every time they go out, he is one of those guys and not significantly better. Now, is that going to be the same dynamic we see in January or next summer? I don't know. Is that the same dynamic we saw last summer? Absolutely not. But right now, in this moment, it is. Um, I want to talk about Zach Stars. Okay. Because I, 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 I want to give credit where it's due. I don't think it's just, hey, that's the luck of the draw. He got the starts. They didn't. It's two things. A, the scoop tire, which we talked about a ton on TV today because this track is hard to figure out because it almost has two different sets of dirt. Zach always can run the scoop tire, and he can ride well with the scoop tire, which we know is good as starts. He is able to ride the hard pack sections on the sand tire better than most guys. That benefited him on the start. He was able to use it to get the start and not have it screw up the rest of his laps. Yeah. So I feel like that was a repeatable skill thing that earned him those starts. And we say this over and over, a lot of the start is mental, and he's been saying over and over, these two races are so pivotal, and look who got both hole shots. Cool. And I don't think of Zach normally as a hole shot artist, although no. lately... No, yeah. Lately they've been good, but Well, yeah, it's that no. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. As he's riding better, what's also yeah. coming around? It, it, everything yeah. comes around. The normally. confidence feeds those starts. He was the best guy today. I'm not trying to take it away from him, but I just, like, if it's, Sexton goes 1-1 with starts and Barsha goes 1-1 with starts... His starts have been you know, there like the, since he like, beat Supercross, though. Yeah, no, the, Salt yeah. Lake, they were, yeah. Yeah, they were But great. I don't think it's random that he got them. I think he is. Right, right. There are factors yeah, yeah, as to course, if you did a hundred starts today, he yeah. would have gotten ninety well, of them. Look, uh, when it's your year, it's your year. We've said that over and over. Oh. And he put twelve on the second place guy. Twelve points on the second place guy. In you know one what I mean? Day. Like, like that, that's that's pretty pretty nuts. So good so job. Twenty five now. Twenty six, I believe. Ooh. Over Marvin. Yeah, over Marvin. 
Yeah. And and, uh, and Barsha moves past Tomac into third. You guys hear place. a baby crying? I do. Yeah, okay. Probably because the baby's listening to this. Okay. <laughs> that would do it. Uh, that would is that next door to us or something? <laughs> I just hear a baby crying. Yeah, yeah, baby yeah. Crying. Is it like the soundtrack to this podcast? <laughs> it's, it's, some, it's you watching hockey. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was interesting to, to see that today. But, yeah, great work, great work for Zach Osborne for sure. And, uh, and uh, now he said he had never gone 1-1 before. Did, surely in 250, no, no, he'd gone 1-1. No, no, I had never led both right? whole – Never went one one on four fifty, but I think he said never got both whole shots led every lap in two fifties. I don't think he ever did two fifties. Oh, okay. I don't think it's. I don't know. I'm just in two fifties. He made a couple good. mentions yeah. of that, so I was like, well, okay, wait, he's never and, done that like in two fifties. So. And I know he's yeah. made mention a few times that the two fifty program has come a long way since when he was on it, as far as engine package. Uh, so okay. I think he was always up against it on the starts. Um, so I want to talk about Barsha next, third overall, down in the down in the first lap. Uh, way back, uh, he was 24th or something after the after the first lap. Let me pull that up real quick. And uh, absolutely on fire, rode through the pack. He was 24th after the first lap. Yep. And uh, rode through the pack and uh, got a sixth. And, you know, at the time, you're like, okay, well, sixth. I mean, you know, that's awesome and, and good job and all that. But that's where that ride comes in into the second moto. And it gets him on a box because he, he's one point ahead of uh, AC. He's tied with Marvin. That last lap pass in Moto One. Yeah. That gets him third overall. Gets him a podium bonus. Gets him money. Right. Moves mm-hmm. him past Tomac. Like, like just never give up. Never say die. And, and, and you know a lot of guys would have. So and that second Moto he was great. Him and Adams race was amazing. But he did say, unfortunately, in the press conference, he did say that although he was good in the second Moto, he got second. He says he did use a lot of energy. Yeah, give me, uh, a you don't, give me a break. Really? I mean, I'm sure he did lose a lot of energy. He came from dead last or whatever to... Yeah, and he passed but, you but, in the last but, lap. Okay, but he was great in Moto2 and was on Zach at the end. Now, of course, Zach was probably cruising a little bit. But, like, is, is, is Justin Barsha saying that without that, he goes on the second Moto and crushes it? Well, he was actually asked that, and he's like, that's hard to say. I'm not going to say yeah. if I got a better start Moto1, I would have won that, or how I would have felt right. in Moto2. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna say the dude's a complete liar. Like he knows how yeah, he no, felt. No. He probably no, was agree. like, man, I was a little. I agree, but he down. rode amazing in Moto Two, and so to me, it's like, dude, you know, he's in good shape, as we all know. So, so yes, he probably used a lot of energy, but he's what's he what, without JT, that fault? What's he gonna do? Have you had second motos where the what you did in the first moto made a difference in how you felt? Yeah, right. Well, of course, I'm not denying that. Yeah, so I'm, not, what, I'm not denying what, that. Well, then what? What are, you're so not you, denying it, so, so you agree. So do you think he just smashes it in Moto Two? Then it doesn't. There, it doesn't have to be that absolute, right? No, I, I mean, don't. I mean, he could maybe have felt a little better, maybe what, had a little more energy to give, without saying he's just going to go run away with second moto. Like, yeah, what I'm what, saying is he rode amazing. He did, of yeah. course he did. Yeah. But I, I think, I think the point he's trying to make is that at times he wanted to go make a charge and go try to chase Zach. And he just didn't feel like he had the energy to do it. He just felt a little bit more tired than he would like to be because he had to fight through 20 guys in the first moto. And, and that definitely, with, with the way these time frames are now, there is no recovery anymore. You basically get there, you do your podium interview, they rush you back, you change clothes, you get a drink, and you're going back to staging like really quickly. So I think, yeah, that energy level has to be managed a little bit. He didn't have a choice. He had to give it everything he had in the first moto, but... I think there are shades of gray there to where he would have liked to had more energy to try to go chase Zach down. And he just didn't have it. He felt like he didn't have anything left to give. He was unbelievable. He was great. Seemed like he had a ton of energy. I am wondering the Barsha confidence level. Now I've heard he was on your pulp show and he said, the contract year means nothing. He always gives it his all right. I keep hearing people say, Oh yeah. Contract year. Hey, remember when he was at a contract year with JGR? 
How did that go? He, yeah, did, that, he did, that go? did not speak well about that JJR Suzuki on the Pulp MX show this past month. No, no, he did not. <laughs> he did no, not no, speak well. Yeah, really. That's actually him in, in crying right now. It wasn't so much better. It was not so I think he said it was the worst bike he had ever ridden, maybe. Okay. Something like that. And then today I heard that he actually pushed to be on Suzuki's. He did? I think then he did, yeah. He did? Absolutely. He did? Yeah. Okay. Look, maybe you've heard, perhaps from Barsha, YZ450F doesn't always have a great reputation. Sorry, Steve. At that level. Yeah. I know for guys like you, it's great. So much better. So much better. But it was the bike everybody wanted to be on at a time. Suzuki was. Stu. Um. Barsha, Roxon. Yeah. I okay. Mean, there was a time when it was the bike everybody wanted to go to. Back to the point, though. Anyway, my yes. point is everybody's like, oh, you can tell he's motivated by contract. I'm like, this is just confidence. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. Barsha, you're like, every time I go to the gate, I might freaking win this moto. I am fired up. I might be the fastest guy today. That's a whole lot more fun than I. Remember, where was he at Salt Lake City? Remember when he tracked down Dunch here and passed him and won the moto? Or, or just it's even just, last week we did with Tomac. Like, the guy is just yeah. like, I'm feeling it. I could win any one of these races. I'm freaking stoked. Yeah. Contract, yeah. that's got nothing yeah, to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, what about his move on AC? Right. What about his move? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the first one? The one where he blew him off the track? Yeah, yeah, that one. Because there was also one where he just caught over on him up up the uh, Monza Hill. Just yeah. like, just like, hey, I'm coming over there. Yeah, like, that, I mean, that's more his style. Right. The first one was just like, well, you need to get out of my he way said in the right press, now. He said in the press conference it really didn't wasn't that bad. <laughs> Media likes to hype it up. Media likes to hype it up. Right. That's yeah. What he said. Right. Yeah. 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 That's why AC was 30 yards to the right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I swear I heard him aluminum on aluminum there. Like, I just, I thought I heard the noise. You know, I was just like, oh my God, the sparks flying. I actually thought the Monza one was more ridiculous. Like, there was no need to just move 15 feet to the left. Like, I don't think Adam was going to pass him. Yeah. But it was just like, let me make absolutely sure. It was good. It was a good race. Like, Adam, shooting a mosquito with a bazooka. Barsha said afterwards that him and Adam were, you know, they were talking about it afterwards and they said good race and all that and uh and you know so barsha seems to think like normal he's just like yeah good race like you know and uh, everyone every other rider's like i want to kill this guy yeah. right now yeah i i think that happens a lot with barsha like he wants to high five people yeah when you're smashing each other and yeah. they want to literally have like a blood feud coming off the track yeah. family versus family only yep. one of us is leaving yep. here alive yeah i uh i texted adam just a picture of barsha after the moto and then i <laughs> then i cropped and framed a picture of Barsha's head, yeah. same photo, and just went like into him. Uh, uh, it was just great. It was awesome. Sexton yeah. told me that he was behind them. Couldn't really see what was going on, but just saw a bunch of dust a few times. He was like, oh, God, like I don't know what's going on up there, but there's something going on. So. See, and, and speaking from my experience, I didn't like that stuff. Like, if someone wanted to play that game and then wanted to, like, high-five and say it was awesome, yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. There is none of that. Like, yeah. you start that, it's on. Like, there is no... That's how he... You know, that's how... I get yeah, it. That's yeah, how he that's does just it. not yeah. how I, yeah. I, I yep. feel about it. So, I would I would not be responding well if I'm Adam. And I'm, I'm actually really surprised. If you were watching, like, after Barsha passed him, Adam got right back on him, right? And then Adam actually passed him back. Yeah. I was waiting for Adam to swing wide and just go for the kill. Like... Well, he got, he got him over the leap. Adam got him over the leap. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, coming after the finish line, he swung out wide one time, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's just going he's gonna to smash him. Like, yeah. wide open, and obviously yeah. he didn't, but I was just waiting for it. Uh, it was good. It was a good race. Yep. I do feel a little bad now, because uh, Adam, even on TV, backed that up. He said, I felt like I was dealing with a landmine. Like, I didn't know if I got near Barsha, like, what yeah. was going to happen. I didn't know what to do, so yeah. kind of echoing how he texted you. On the show, I was hyping up. He's got to be so angry. 
he's going to want to go for the kill, as you're saying, JT. But I guess I have to realize, like, that's not always how everybody responds. Not every rider takes the frontier justice. Yeah. Oh, you slam me twice. Yeah. I'm going to make it even worse. And obviously, Adam doesn't Se- want to play that game. Sexton said uh, in my post race with him after the race, Sexton said, yeah, with Barsha, like, and we all know this, Sexton just confirmed. He's like, you want to get him, and then you just want to get out of there. You just want to get out of there as soon as you can. Or like, like a wolverine, like a trapped wolverine. <laughs> but how would Sexton you know, even know? Yeah, yeah. You know I just, what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm sure. Just from you know, watching, yeah. I guess. Um, His time will come. But uh, <laughs> His time will come. Yeah, oh, yeah. Adam finally got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was a good race. It was for sure awesome to watch that. And again, I'm super impressed with Barsha, man. That was... That was something else. Um, Sexton got a quiet second overall, right? Like, just, yeah. That is bizarre. Yeah. Uh, 3-4 on the day. Rode well. Moved forward. Battled with Eli a little bit. Just 3-4. Quiet second overall. The rookie kid in his uh, fourth ever fourth dude. He's riding really well, though. Yeah, he is. He looks looks the part. He absolutely looks the part. Oh, yeah. I mean, look. What a pick this ended up being. Like, who, who was saying, what, five years ago? Hey, Adam Cintrillo is going to get it all together. Going to put the injuries behind him. He's going to get a 250 outdoor title. He's going to move to the 450 class. He's tall. He's good in a 450. And he's going to be the same speed as Chase Sexton, who was like several years younger. I, I thought Honda was crazy. Right? I, I did. I'm like, this is a bad move. I probably said it privately, publicly, whatever. I'm like, a lot of people. I did. said he's won one moto mm-hmm. in his life, and he got lucky to win his Supercross title. This was before this year, of course. Yeah. Forkner crashed out. He, had, he won mm-hmm. a Supercross title with mm-hmm. one win. One win or two wins? One. Yeah, one win. One And win. won one moto. Let's move you to 450s, kid. And yeah. I thought it was nutty, and I guess not. Yeah, here he is. Podium right. guy right. in a deep field. Yeah. Held off Eli Tomek. Yeah, held off Eli Tomek. Goes exactly. as fast as Adam Cena's Rulo, who's just, like on his game. Eli's just a guy, so. Yeah. Well, it's true. Um, but no, great, great job for Sexton. Absolutely fantastic job. It's good to actually see the JT eye roll. <laughs> I so only brutal. assume is happening over the phone, but now I actually can see Eli's it. just a guy. Uh, <laughs> Marvin was fourth to six again with Marv. First moto, good. Yeah. Second moto, you know, I just, the endurance isn't there. I think he kind of admitted that, um, you know, two six for him. Uh, I think he was thinking about the uh, the injury from Ironman in the second moto. So I think that's what got him down. What, uh, what? what do you mean? That was the question that was posed last week at the press conference. Were you thinking oh, about Oh, yeah, yeah, because he injury? got hurt at Ironman yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, AC fifth, 5-3 for Adam. Uh, second place in Moto1, going to the bottom of the leap, and washes out. God, That's man. odd. <laughs> but he got up and regrouped himself and everything. 5-3, like, you know, he, uh, said, he said last week, hey, I gave it everything I had till I got tired. And I was closer than I was at uh, uh, Loretta's. Loretta's. Yeah. Which, which Loretta's? First or second well, Loretta's? second, but that was yeah. the winning one. Yeah. Rocket yeah. Man. <laughs> no, but I, that was Loretta's one. Yeah. So Loretta's two, though, he meant he was winning and then he, he dropped back. three at that race as well. Yeah, but yeah. He, he admitted closer. it. He got right. dropped. Yeah. So what he's saying is, uh, is, is uh, with Loretta's two, Iron Man, and now this one, he is getting closer to the front and less getting oh, dropped than before. Yeah. He's fine. He's yep. so. fastest qualifier more times than not. He's fine. Yep. Just let it come to you. Uh, Tomac, 4-5. So, yeah, just a guy. Well, I'll uh, throw this at you, JT. Uh, you go way back with Chad Reed. Chad told me his theory. I did a video about this this week okay. about series has gone longer than it usually does. And uh, you can illustrate this well. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're going to forget if we go much further. Oh, sorry. So Connor Fields, fly athlete, yes, gold medal winner, tweeted us and Friggin said that awesome you guy. had three-year-old gear. The that kid, is your kid. I hate to say this, Connor. 
He said two-year-old, but it's I don't not. Know. It's the same fly gear you were wearing up until this twenty-one gear came out. Oh, the kinetic the blue mesh? and white. Oh, blue and black. Blue and black. Yeah, with some red. Yeah, no, yeah. there's no red. Just blue and black. When you and I rode at Glen Helen yeah. earlier this year, yeah, same gear. That was, that was the white, white and white, blue and red. Yeah, kinetic. Yeah, that's yeah. 2020. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he, it's not 21 okay. stuff. Okay. It was not. So Connor Fields is fake news. A month ago, it was brand new still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Connor Fields exactly. is fake news. It was not old. Oh, you're of, good. Yeah. You're totally good. No. Okay. No. But that's why I was like, no, 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 don't do this, Connor. Okay. Don't do this. Because I was going to, that was going to get brought up here. Uh, two, your gloves, your Instagram gloves that had holes in them. No, you got confused. We sent him gear for when he got his. Weisinger. At the, yeah, for his PW50. And, and the Stacey yeah, Grace in February. Yeah, I got that, that gear in February. Yeah, you missed the start. You're good. That yeah. was not my gloves. That was Brett Smith. We went fast showing his gloves torn up, saying, what would I do? Would I ask for okay. new gloves I, with the torn I up gloves? I got confused. There. So okay. you're, you're our fake news. Okay. All Just right. ask Dunge. Yep. <laughs> okay. Go on to whatever you were talking about. Whenever you get back to Dunge. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Um, Chad's theory is the series is going longer and these dudes didn't know if there was going when they were going to race so they just kept working and working i asked osborne and osborne said i've done three boot camps this year Mm -hmm. i usually do one november then i did another one in like april and another one in like july so are we seeing somebody maybe tomac some of these guys you think it's going to happen some guys are just going to be burnt i don't necessarily buy into it right now I think you're seeing a little bit of the Supercross hangover that Eli's never had. Okay. It's, it's always been Supercross let down for Eli. Yeah. It's like, I better go win this damn outdoor championship mm-hmm. or else this whole year is going to be a failure. And I think this year, the combination of finally getting it done, the relief of that, and also having his first child, I think he just, there's a little bit of pressure taken off. And I don't think the urgency was there this summer to come in over prepared in the angry Eli that I've got to win all these races and dominate. And I just, he's fine. He's still really good and he's capable of winning on any, well, I don't want to say Saturday, any Friday, Monday or Saturday, but he's just, I don't think he has that, that extra 1% advantage right now that I think he'll have it again in January. I believe he'll have the speed edge that he normally does. I just think you're just seeing a little bit of a breather. That's it. You're just seeing a little bit of relief that he got to take in June and July that normally he wouldn't take. Just stop talking to Chad. Really? Yeah. JT, <laughs> Chad or Steve? Who's who's worse Listen to argue your points how, how long did we have from Salt Lake to the first national? How long was that? Two months. Two months. Almost. Yeah, but what did How long like... did we have from coronavirus to Salt Lake starting up? Yes, but Zach, for example, said Three in months. many ways it okay. was worse. So five months... Out of the nine we've been racing, outside of the Baker's guys. Yeah. Are there, is anybody, was anybody really crushing it? Was anybody like just going at it? According like, to Chad, yes. I don't, I mean, okay. we remember talking to Zacho and they weren't even riding. Back in the in Supercross March. break. Yeah. But not when the COVID thing first hit. In not April. Salt yeah. Lake through now. Salt right. Lake through now, they've just been grinding. I just think if you did the math, yeah. we're not far off our regular schedule, like as far as the boot camps and the working and everything Well, I, else. I think so, what I want to ask JT more is the not having races, sometimes you train more. And oh, it's actually harder on the yeah. body. Having time off sucks. You, you have to train. Yeah, it's the worst. The weekend off itself is great. Yeah. But the week before and the week leading up, you're just doubling up the work. Like it's, So we added a lot of that time great. in. Yeah. Well, the non-racing time to train time. And that's all... 
I think in the approach, um, I think the uncertainty wasn't awesome because you didn't know, you didn't really know what to do. You couldn't time it. You couldn't. And maybe that's what's hurting Eli. Maybe he was just like, dude, I'm not going to just kill myself constantly straight through the whole time. Mm -hmm. We don't really know. Um, but I think it's getting pretty obvious who was doing the work and who wasn't and who was really like, screw it. I'm just going to keep going. And who maybe took a couple days off here or there. Um, I think maybe we're going to see a little bit of that more on Monday. Uh, just short recovery, quick turnaround. And I think you make a great point that interest is going to wane a little bit as, as if you're doing poorly. Listen, we already see guys, Webb, Anderson, Roxon, and they obviously have reasons why they're not racing, but I think somewhere in there, whether it's 1% or 25% or whatever you feel somewhere in there, January looms. And they're thinking about if I'm racing all the way into October, what does that do to my testing time? Roxon's got a brand new motorcycle to test. They're going to jump right back into boot camp again. When am I supposed to take any time off? There, there's a lot of factors in there. Um, that I think are going to begin to get weighed more and more heavily as we roll on, especially if our guys are doing poorly. If you're in the championship hunt, sorry, man, you just got to hammer down and, and fight through it. But if you're in 10th, you're going to be like, eh. I, I mean, that's nothing new, though. That's every year. Nah, it's different this year, though. I, I think in years past, if you get hurt in the Nationals and we're halfway through, which we are now, you're halfway through, you got Supercross coming, you got testing coming. We know these guys are testing Supercross stuff the week after the last national. But that's going like yeah. July. No, I know, but I think it's that's always happened where guys have pulled the pin early. Like, ah, it ain't happening. Supercross is coming up. That's the important series. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? We're operating we, we in the gray area here. We always make that yeah. joke. It's not we, absolutes. We always make that joke about guys like, oh, well, see you in Anaheim. Yeah. I just oh, think yeah. it's going to be know? more, it might be more pronounced this year. Um, Christian Craig rode well today, fell he down did. in the first moto, but he was up there, got good starts all day. Uh, he told me he wants to be a five to ten guy every week. He was seven eight. Mm. Um, so he was you know, respectable, especially yeah. in the first one. And I think um, his endurance was good too. Like he looked good. Fortunately for him, he kind of was by himself, which which helps. You can you don't have to worry about people. You can take the lines you want. You can go around bumps instead of hitting them. You can do all kinds of things that if you're in a battle you can't do. And I think that's what he needs. I don't think it's good for him to be in a battle for third with Barsha and Tomac and Muskan and these guys for an entire moto. I don't think that's good for him. If he can get out, be smooth, pick his own lines, and just carve a track up the way we watch him do, I think that's perfect for him. And, and he has the speed to ride away from the guys behind him. The guys in you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, he's just better than. So he has this own his own little... Uh, ecosystem right now and he's just in this space and luckily for him that's you know seventh and eighth place that's not a bad place to be in this class bag at 10 7 he was coming in one of the motos fell over el chupacabro um second moto qualified fastest good qualified fastest out of the first practice too yeah but yeah. the second practice was not as good yeah uh man i'm still waiting for it still waiting for it like the full yeah I, Still waiting. I, I'm not sure it's there. I know. I don't know. When's, it's been a while. Famous father has been a long time ago. That was, a, now. That was 2017. Yeah, it's was still going to come. It's a long time There's ago. There's going to be a moto here somewhere. Just like Mount Morris last yeah, year. It's just going to show up. Like, you um, don't know why. There will be no real catalyst. 
It's just going to be like, oh, there it is. And then, then it's gone. And in true Blake bag of fashion, when they interviewed him after the fast lap, he didn't take his helmet out and you couldn't make up one. Oh, I was good with say. that. I, yeah. I was happy with yeah. that. <laughs> he just was like, I probably had his mouth guard in and his helmet on. And yeah. you're just like, okay, Blake, no one can understand what you're saying. True company, man. Uh, Brock Tickle, good job for Brock. Steady, 8-9 on the day. Joey Savachi, 9-12. Uh, Joey went down in Moto2, was it? Mm. was way back uh, early on, so fought back. Dean Wilson had a rough day, crashed a bunch of times, he said. 12-11 for him. Uh, I don't know how Max Anstey's racing. Apparently, he doesn't have a broken jaw anymore. So, Max, I didn't notice a whole lot. Uh, 11-13 on the day. He had a really good start, first moto. Yeah. moto. But yeah. I think that was tough to deal with that. Yeah. He, he told me who he had ridden a little bit this week, but he hadn't done any jumps. So oh. he didn't know what the hell was going to happen until he was out on the track. Today. Suzuki's this year, man. Starts. Fast Freddy both friggin' starts. It. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Just starts. Yep. yep. Um, Suzuki's, Suzuki's are good at starts. Whatever they're... Whatever... So, in my opinion, each OEM has specific things they're trying to accomplish out of a motorcycle. So they end up creating the geometry similarly to each bike. Different, okay. But they're trying to get to the same place by the end of it. So it's a, a similar approach. Suzuki's have always just been great on the start there for whatever reason. And I, I know this cause I switched from a Honda who, which was terrible at it. And I went to a Suzuki, which was amazing at it. When you dump the clutch, the bike goes forward. It doesn't go up. It goes forward. And that's why you see Suzuki's up on the front at the starts all the time. It's just, however, whatever, change the bike, new bike, revolutionary change comes back to the same thing. Uh, it's like those magical 94 Yamaha's. Yamaha's you're about. Yeah. Why is he 250? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, good good job for um, uh, uh, Anstey to come up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and Anstey. Yep. Uh, yep. Seven Deuce Deuce qualified like twenty fourth. Whoa! Shout out to Seven Deuce Deuce. Whoa! Steve almost picked him in fantasy. Getting the hang of this fantasy thing, or getting the hang of the qualifying thing, I should say. Um, and uh, so yeah, nice job for Anthony Knapp. Uh, Rod Bell. Oh, Freddie Noren uh, broke in the first moto. His bike broke first right moto. Right in front of me. It was wasn't good. Uh, he was up there too. Second moto was uh, a, a tenth. And mm -hmm. I told him afterwards, I said, I feel like you always ride well here at Redbud. And he was like, kind of like, ah, yeah, I like it. But, I, you know, but don't you feel? Yeah, you I guys, agree. Really? You guys yeah. remember? Some... See, Washougal for me. Washougal. Really? Yeah, he's good at Washougal too. Yeah. Yeah. 13-8 last year for Freddie like, at Redbud. I feel like some great rides with Freddie. Anyways, uh, Justin Rodbell, he's got a full-time job. This is starting to become. It's climbing in attics. Yes. It's starting to become legit here. This is like repeatable every 16, week. 15. Bro. Strong. Yeah. Yep. And 130 degrees. Yeah. The attics. Yeah. Yep. Maybe it's going to get two that's interviews. What's, that's what's making the difference. The, yeah. the tough conditions. Yeah. Really building up that, uh, that endurance, able to overcome adversity. Right. Hey, listen, there is no suffering like being in an attic in the middle of the he, summer. You know, he, he was like, yeah, my stamina is pretty good. Like he seemed like he surprised himself. <laughs> I mean, it was only 75 and, and cool today, but yeah. uh, good job for Justin Rodbell. His teammate, Alex Ray, didn't make the motos. He got a rock in his ignition cover and then didn't notice and ran it out of oil and blew up his motor. What's going on with A-Ray? <laughs> the plane has crashed into the mountain. Oh, gosh, A-Ray. It's so bad. It, it's unbelievable. It's almost like you're just expecting it. Okay. Like, what what Hold on. now? Hold on, though. Who's having a worse year, A-Ray or Benny Bloss? Like, for expectations slash... What's been going like? A Ray didn't I mean, make the motos today, but Benny broke a wheel and then and then broke a fork and then broke his knee, his foot. It's not broken. No, I know. Thankfully, yeah. uh, Benny has gotten a couple of D. He got a tenth and a moto. I'm gonna go Benny just because he has something on paper. Oh, a Ray has better. nothing. Okay, I would say Benny worse 
Because I really, do too, yeah, yeah, because the ceiling I think was like, like he could have really done some damage, yeah. And the only damage that's been done is A Ray's been doing damage, yeah. Benny, Benny said earlier, "Hey man, I'm still ahead of A Ray," and I'm like, "That's your bar." <laughs> no, that's outdoors, the bar? I don't think you want to be. So, yeah, Benny had a rough day, sprained his foot. I doubt he races Monday. Maybe, yeah. Uh, we'll no. see. I'll, I'll, I'll know tough. tomorrow for sure. Yeah. Uh, ben Lemay had a decent day. John Short was there. Cody Shock. I had him in fantasy. Pretty solid. And he needed to get 20th in that first moto for me in Pulp Mex Fantasy. And he was in 20th like three different times and then dropped out of the 20, 20 spot. And that was double points. But he's solid, though. The, and, the Supercross woes yeah. where we were just laughing like he was a running joke, that's not him outdoors. I watched him and Grant Harlan for that 20th spot Battle ride each other like it was a, for the last spot in the 450 Supercross. I love event. it. It was great. I love to see the, the fight for one point. Yes. Um... Uh, Felix Lopez, Mexico's own. Uh, he has he's been at the races. He hasn't done this well, so he has not been around as much this year. He had some good results last year, so I was kind of wondering if he would pop back into the scope. I want to ask him. You think that five seventy seven? Is he a Marty fan? I don't know. I or are they all these guys so young they don't remember five seventy seven? Yeah, they Marty. probably don't even remember. Okay. Right? I mean, there's an eight hundred out there. There is. There's an Chase 800 Kessler out there is running like, 800. Like, come on, man. You can't do that. No. You can't be 800. You can't be 800. No. It, it, <laughs> no. it is forever, I don't want to say tarnished. It's <laughs> I'm forever just like, you know. I'm more bummed on seeing 800 out there than Plessinger taking seven. 100%. Yes. 100%. Plessinger taking seven. Hey, that's how it goes. Yeah. 800, yeah. no. Yeah. No. Four. Baggett's got four. That's fine. That's fine. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tyler Bowers has been invisible, and I haven't even seen the bear in the I pits watched him. It wasn't to ask good. the bear what is going on with the bear. Hasn't been great. I mean, he he rode around the same spot he was in all day. There yeah. was no charge forward. No, yeah. There was no move back. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because you know what Tyler Bowers is capable of. He's he's a great rider. I mean, he won. He's won two fifty Supercross races. He was literally like a twenty second place guy today. That's just what it was. So, twenty four points. We each is Zach gonna Zach got this uh, title. I'm sorry, not twenty four. Twenty six. Twenty six points. Look, everything's great. All signs are great. He's doing everything he's supposed to do. But that would be stupid for me to say that four races into what we hope is a nine round championship. And when I say hope, I'm not saying that someone from MX Sports was <laughs> had a meeting with me yesterday and said I know what races are. I've literally heard. What do we have left? Millville, Colorado, Florida. Okay, I heard today. I've heard all four. That's the one that's going to be gone. I've heard that rumor. I heard today. Two more Millvilles and we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, J. Mark. (laughs) Like, like someone was like, "Hey, like Florida? No." Two more Millvilles, call it a day. And I'm like, what? Listen, I've also heard no Millvilles. Of, of everything we've learned about this coronavirus scenario, (laughs) I think Florida's the most likely we're going to. Like we were going to. Yeah, Florida's DGAF. They do uh, it is true. not. Yet today, care. I heard, oh, man, we're not going to Florida. Also, Palo, also Colorado, also Millville. The only one I, I all four today. I would say Are they going to cancel Red Bud Monday? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to make. I did hear that, too. Oh, God. <laughs> somebody, somebody in our TV crew said, I saw someone in the front gate taking money. They didn't have a mask on. We're probably going to get shut down in that race Monday. <laughs> I heard this. Oh, man. And I was just like, are you happy with yourself? The are you only, happy? The only one I really legitimately think is in danger is Paula. And I'm not saying the other ones are not. But I do worry about Paula, especially... If, I'm worried about yeah, Colorado, yeah, too. Yeah, they yeah. just got a local race canceled the other day at Thunder Valley. Listen, I'm, I want to go to Colorado race. I'm planning on going there. But I think 
we would be foolish to think anything is a lock. Two more Melvilles, then we're done. <laughs> so that's six round series. That. Right, 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 right. Jmart, I love it. <laughs> Jmart's points leader. Okay, oh, we're calling it. Yeah, we're calling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We. Uh, oh yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Four fifty wise. Uh, you know, title pick. Barsha's, title Barsha's. pick. We got to pick title. Okay, yeah. yeah. Th- what I'm thinking is the 250s. So we'll just go back to this topic for the 250s. Which topic? This race is getting canceled. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go. Zach Osborne. And I don't. It hurts me to say that. It hurts me to say that. <laughs> Still bad. He didn't. Wouldn't do an interview with me after the race. You are ridiculous. And will not let me stay in his motorhome. You hold on. Do will you, not let me stay in his motorhome. Is it is just like shtick, or do you truly think that everybody <laughs> revolves around you? The second one. <laughs> yeah. So brutal. <laughs> I just thought I, I, I'm the reason Zach's back here in America. Right. And, and right. this is how he treats me. <laughs> but I'll still go Zach. I think I have to as well, just because yeah. of the points lead. Right. I, I don't think it's going to be a runaway, though. Today, notwithstanding, because right. he was amazing. Um, but I think we'll get some drama in there along the way. How could you not pick someone who's won three or four races, just yeah. went 1-1 and has a 26-point lead? Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, favorite. Well, How could he, you he, not? He, he yeah. asked, so, yeah. Okay. Um, you'll pick Zach? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, all right uh, thanks to uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com, uh, official gear of Zach Osborne, everybody out there. And uh, so please check that out. Their, their light pan is all new, Formula CC and the Formula Helmet, of course. Uh, thanks to Renthal, renthal.com, uh, Max's tires as well. Justin Rod, you know, for a long time, for Max's, they're involved with a few of my shows. I just talked about A-Ray. You know, because that's, that's, that's that the guy. That was their guy, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. guess what? Uh-huh. Justin Rodbell uses Max's tires. The pride of Max's, this championship. Top 15s all day long. Yep. Yeah, Justin Rodbell. I checked with A-Ray and his mechanic today about the flat tire of the entire moto. And by the way, that's not a Max's problem. Flat tires yeah, just happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know how his moto went? Yeah, he pulled in He pulled in. He did one lap. Yeah. And they got a pump. Pumped the tire up. And then he completed the moto and it held enough air. To the end. Yeah, he a said planned he, pit stop. But he said, it, he, it, it, "I'll do one lap." By the time I'm back, make sure you got a pump ready for me. He said, but he did do the start and everything with flat. He did. Yeah, and then he said he may have had like 25 pounds in it because they just put a bunch of air in it. <laughs> so 25 to start, and then it has eight by the by he, lap 50. He ran 25 pounds of air. I don't know. They just put air in it. They, they just, just put they make just, it hard. Press it. Yeah, they just put air like in a, it. like a pit stop. Yeah, yeah. Match it, match it, match it at Max's tires. I love the strategy of, hey, it's going to take me about two and a half minutes to do this first lap. Get a pump by the time I come around. Yeah. No, what in. else are you going to do? Right. <laughs> uh, and then he got 34th. Like it really, like, it did, oh, like just change nothing, your tire. Dude, just change your tire. You didn't get 21st. You got 34th. <laughs> I was watching him ride in the race and I'm like, what are you doing? I didn't know he had a flat front tire, but I'm like. You're not even riding. Yeah. Like, why are you it, out there? It's unfortunate. It is. Um, we all like A-Ray, right? We have to qualify everything in 2020. Yeah. He's better than this. Yeah. yeah. It's not going well. Um, okay. So uh, thanks to uh, Race Tech as well, of course. A-Ray using Race Tech. Rod Bell as well. Uh, Racetech.com. Pulp 20 is a code to save with Race Tech. Get your motor work done. Get your suspension work done at Race Tech, and they'll dial you in. And we each on X Maps. Yeah. Nowhere to go. Number one off-road GPS app. 400,000 plus miles of trails and roads, open dates, public lands. You can find open trails and public lands near you on xmaps.com and Onyx Offroad. Get the app. Do it. 
and uh, subscribe to Racer X. Uh, and we have, um, if you are a subscriber, you can read the whole Fresno Smooth story, which is something that I've been asking for my long forms and it never happened. And now it happens because I, I, I don't know why. Were you asked to do it? You wanted to do it? I said that we should do that to try to get subscribers. So yeah, we keep getting sponsors for them instead. We're not going to ask you to subscribe and throw ads in your face, but we probably... Okay. Well, that probably was my should. idea. For yeah. the record, that was my idea. No, I, I, I think it was a good one. I would have sided with you on that. never worked. I would have sided with you on that. Yeah, so yes, if you subscribe to the mag, we put the mag stories online, but unless you're a subscriber, you can't access them. So now you can see everything on the website. But the you Fresno Smooth one is longer. It wasn't... It, yeah, it, as we've done with some of yours, you know, it's like we'll add more that we couldn't fit in the mag, that kind of thing. Yep. Right. Okay. All right. Yep. So, uh, Redbud won 250 class. Um, J-Mart won again. And yep. this is starting to become something here. Dominant rides, 1-1. One, one, um, yeah, this is this is really impressive. He took the points lead today uh, over um, uh, Dylan Ferrandez. He's up by 12 now. Big swing. And I was saying this in my announcer's tower when I was announcing today, by the way, up there for the uh, for the fans. J-Mart hasn't always dominated at Millville. You know, Justin Cooper won one year. And, and you know, so Millville isn't like Cooper a... Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb, sorry. Cooper Webb. Uh, Millville is not like a, hey, stamp it. It stamp. hasn't worked. You're it, right. It hasn't been that great. No. But I don't want to take that chance if I'm Dylan Ferrandez that... I, I need to make up points on Monday, and if I don't, we're going to Millville, where J-Mart will be incredibly strong, yeah. and my chances of beating him, and now we have only three rounds left. Yeah. So, like, this could be pivotal on Monday. I'm thinking this is going to be huge. That's a really good point. Um, of course it is. It's my, uh, okay. my point. Yeah, yeah, all right, fair. Good job, uh, I, I had to say that because it's such an exception. We, to use your term, we know that Ferrandis is fast as shit. Yeah. That's, that's the way you would describe yeah. Ferrandis, right? Yeah. This is the first time where I've really said to myself, okay, maybe this isn't, this just isn't going to automatically work out because he's so much, fa he's faster than J-Mart. We didn't see him battle today, but he has been. Yeah. It's the first time I'm like, okay, the guy just went 1-1. He's won three motos and three overalls in a row. I can't deny all of that. Yeah. And, but even J-Mart in the press conference today was like, we know Dylan's the fastest guy. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit of mind games though. J-Mart, I feel like would do that kind of stuff, but yeah, maybe, but um, I'm just saying like, yeah. dude, if you win three out of the first four, yeah. four, four overalls and three motos in a row, yeah, it's going to be hard for me to be like, yeah, right. Good luck, buddy. Uh, J and JT Dylan said after the first moto that he hit his head. Yeah, he did. And, you can see it on video and then hurt his shoulder yeah. and hurt his shoulder. Mm -hmm. So like, he was like, I didn't know if I was even going to race like, you know, second moto, like you're like, Oh shit. Like for one concussions are scary, especially after the next day and the day after and we have to race. So yeah, a little scary situation for Ferrandez. Yeah, being able to ride and race the second moto, he's fine. You you can't get your heart rate that high and exert that much energy and put yourself under duress like that without being okay. And I'm using air quotes around okay. Um, if he had suffered in the second moto or not been able to race, or whatever, I would definitely be worried about Monday, but not not after being able to go out there and, and at least put in an effort. He charged forward, decent moto, whatever. He'll he's gonna only get better from between now and Monday, in my opinion. Okay, it's not going to be a wake up and when the adrenaline's gone and you're cold in the morning and it, he would have already went through that in that I see. hour window. Yeah, he would have calmed down, cooled down, whatever, and to be able to get back up and go back out there and do that to me, that's a really good sign for him. Yeah, um, I'm sure they'll do everything they can recovery wise over the next 48 hours. I don't think you'll see any. Um, um. I don't think you'll see any any related. Incidents on Monday from from Friday. I just don't think this. See it. Uh, I know. I don't know if this is totally the same, but I, c I just can't help but think about it a little bit. In like, I feel like 
Porcel had the same kind of stuff where we knew if Christoph had everything running, he was gone. He didn't know he had a bike problem or he would crash or, you know, he, but maybe it's not quite the same, but I feel like, and maybe it's just a French thing, so I'm, I'm getting it in my head, but I feel like Dylan and Porcel are having the same kind of stuff where we're like, oh yeah, he's the best guy. Not getting it done though. Yeah, uh, that's a great transition, oh, the point, point I was going to make earlier. Oh, no, oh, just a good okay, transition, right. not a great point. Thank you. Um, there is this history here of French riders being excellent and somehow not winning this championship. JMB had a points lead, broke his arm. Two times it seemed for sure that Porcel was going to win, and somehow it didn't happen. I thought you were going to go Tortelli and how no one ever got close to Ricky. Not even close. And had the points lead halfway yeah. through, but that was the other class. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you're, yeah, you're talking specific class. And uh, Marv. Marv and uh, J-Marv Marv were basically like tied-ish. Marv's bike broke. Yeah, and yep. they were like tied going in the final round, his bike broke. We have seen several times like one of, this, this guy might win the top. Oh, uh, Roncata. Had a huge points lead. Yeah. Tweaked his knee. Pastrano went on a run. Yep. Took the points lead of the final race of the year. So I knew about this because Davey had thought maybe if the Nationals don't happen, this is just going to be another friend. This is probably the favorite. And they don't even race. Yeah. Well, we ended up racing, but now it might look like the same. You could almost see the same thing unfolding in a way of like best guy, but it just what, didn't come together. What's your concern level if you're Villaman and Ferrandez right now? What's your concern level? I think if there it was, was zero at. Yeah, I believe it was zero. Yeah. Like, it, I think it was mad they didn't win because wins are cool. Yeah. But title, I don't think they were worried at all. Okay. That's my point. This is the first time that it's like, wait a minute. Is it at 14? Is it at. Oh, what's the scale? Yeah, I was going to say. To 100. Oh. Oh, is it not a 1 to 10? How would I know? It was not a 1 to 10? It's a, it's a, it's a concern pie. Concern pies are oh, always 100. 100. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not yeah. blame pie, concern pie. Concern pie. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 20%. Yeah. There's 20, 12 points. Uh, is not a lot. I, I would say 20, 25%. Yes. For me, and, and again, 12 yeah. points is totally manageable, yeah. but yeah, it went from but zero to 20 real shit's quick. It's happening, right? Yeah. And now you have a shoulder maybe or a head or what? Like, so yeah. JT, what's your, what's your concern pie level? If you're Villaman and Ferrandez, cause I'm you a, are the fastest guy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am a little, I was a little annoyed to be honest by some of the, social media comments and, and not necessarily Dylan people in his camp saying like, he's so much better than everybody. I think I read tenfold better than everybody else. And I'm like, listen, we know Dylan's really fast. I get it. Um, yeah. The races he's won. I mean, after Loretta wins one, everybody was like, Oh boy, this is going to be a snoozer, <clears throat> but that's, that's why they dropped the gate. That's why races happen because you can't get bad starts all the time and expect to win every moto, which is what, Dylan's doing. So I was a little annoyed with the way they were kind of poo-pooing everybody else in the series and, and just making it a foreground conclusion that Dylan was going to win this championship. So to me, that says they were very low concern, which is what you guys are saying. I don't know that they're still super concerned because if they think he's unbeatable or that much better, they probably think, ah, whatever, it's, it's going to be fine. But I, I think they should be concerned because yeah. I think Jeremy is on a roll. And I think I'm almost coming around to the fact where I think it's almost good that Jeremy thinks that Dylan is the fastest guy because he knows he has to be perfect. He has to have every aspect of his game. And you tell me, when was the last time Jeremy Martin starts have been this good and this consistent. Yeah. Yeah. They've been really good. I, I can't remember a time. Yeah, no, for sure. And when the class, I don't want to say it's shallow, but I don't believe that the stupidity class is very deep at all. That's my personal opinion. 
So for Jeremy, you put him in a shallow class and getting good starts, and then you have Dylan all over the place. Yeah, Jeremy's going to reel off a lot of wins, and that's that's what they're running into. Jamart rode great. Just uh, he rode really good. One one stocked Shane in the one moto. Um, stocked Ma- Ty Masterpool came back. Got a whole Whoa, shot. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, I, you know what? I was not surprised. He's fast. He's a good starter. He weighs 110 pounds on a star Yamaha. I was not surprised maybe to see him lead as long as he did, but yeah, not the whole shot, it, but dude, he rode yeah, really good. It yeah. wasn't like three laps of glory. That it bike was fast. Jump the leap, jumping the leap, pulling that bike, out time. That bike is so fast. Yeah, but that's the whole shot. But like, no, he I'm didn't saying get, on the leap. Oh yeah. For the leap. It's, yeah. Oh my God. It had so much torque. You could just watch him accelerating and he's just hanging off the back. And I'm like, you you see J Mart. He wants nothing to do with that jump. Huh? Nothing. A certain Martin did though. Mm. A certain Martin did want a lot to do with that jump. As a matter of fact, uh it was impressive i think we're skipping ahead here it's never too late uh, or early to, early to get yeah, an amr yeah, yeah, part of the program yeah. but but uh you know he's we're 35 years old we're on, <laughs> now, we're on a 2009 rmz oh uh, here we go and we're jumping the leap look he did I everything mean, he could phenomenal to hook a brother up he saw ferrandis coming yeah Ferrandis caught him for 14 seconds hook back. A brother up. yeah and it was like I'm going to do everything I can yeah, to hold this dude off. I got to hold him off for one lap. Were you frustrated with the last lap pass? We were. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not ideal, but Ferrandis is, is good, man. What he he even jumped the leap yeah, on an RMC no, 250 yeah, to no. try to hold him off he's to help his brother. He's 35 on a 2009 okay, bike, and he's right, jumping the leap. All right, it's, little, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. We need some fact-checking here. What? Okay. Fact-checking on what? It's not 35, and then it's not a 2009. Sounds like Weege talking about Zacco. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, um, all right, Let's we'll, we'll put that aside. Okay. So, um... Yeah. Jamart rode well. Is that what we're back to? Yeah, Jamart rode amazing. Uh, Master Pro was good. Master yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh, Hampshire in that first moto was really good, too. Yeah. RJ yeah. Hampshire was on it in that first moto, man. He is probably the most improved guy, like you were saying, Weech. Oh, yeah, man. That he, he is, he's a different guy. He still has consistency problems, which, you know, strike him every now and then. But second overall for, for that. Shane McElrath, 8-2 on the day. They said they made some bike changes for moto, two. So that made, yeah, that's right. You know, they made some bike changes yep. for Moto Two for Shane. Did he use Ferrandis's front tire choice? I'm not sure. No, maybe. Getting back to Ferrandis though, like yeah. So DV, his coach, a little upset with me this week over some stuff I wrote, <clears throat> and I go way back with DV. We're not anything like that, but DV just felt like my criticisms of Ferrandis saying the front tire, getting getting a little upset at Shane. You know, DV felt that was unfair. You know, and, and I'm just like, well, you picked the inside gate. What do you want to do? Yes, it could pay off, but you know, and he and he didn't agree with that. And, and then he said that the you know the, the 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 team made some changes without Dylan knowing, and so that was why Dylan was upset. And, and I'm just like, well, he go, he he talked about how we didn't talk. I didn't talk about his amazing second motor ride. I said it was amazing. I don't know what else I could ride. I mean, so DV and I, not mm. not not seeing eye to eye right now, but that's okay. He'll DV's right. outspoken. That's yeah. a two. That's a that's a double edged sword. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to get it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, all right. So Dylan fourth overall, Shane third overall, Alex Martin fifth. Look, we don't have the speed to rip through the pack. We're not Eli Tomac. I, I wrote that this week. So first moto didn't get the start. Second moto we did. And look what happened. Just domination. It's been really good though. He's third in points. Yeah. It's been really good. It's been really good. I'm with JT though. I hate to say, I hate to admit <laughs> oh, this. Oh, yeah. whoa, oh, yeah. whoa. Oh yeah. Look, I am with JT. Tell me more. I am with JT in this aspect of stuff. Like, J-Mart, I'm serious. J-Mart's 27, 28? Yeah, 27. Dylan's 26. Yeah. RJ is what, a now a six or seven year veteran of this class? Yeah, he's, Shane, he might be 24. Shane also. Yep. Amart, they're on factory bikes and they're older and they've been racing this class for a long time. 
they should be up there. The gap isn't great. The, or the, the, gap, the depth of competition isn't great. You, you know, know so I, I thought about that because that. I've, I've been a little down on a lot of these young kids haven't really shown any flashes yet. There are a ton of them, and we haven't seen much. No. Derek Drake's been okay. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Pierce Brown, but it has not been good. Uh, Swole came back. We haven't seen much of him. Styles. Styles. Haven't seen much. I'm waiting for these guys to catch fire. The Jet has been here and there. Jet's been okay. Yeah. Yeah. Jet's say, fine. Yeah. I think yeah. Jet's fine. No, you can't have any complaints about Jet. Fourth, fifth every week is great. But I'm just saying, maybe my standards are too high because you're asking 19-year-olds no, to the beat past, these 26-year-olds. No, but in the past they okay. did. In yeah. The, in the past, they did. So you're okay. bam, bam, coming out with a frog on his helmet, and yeah, you know what and I mean, killing it. Josh Grant, like, like for years, the standards were there. Yeah, I mean, what Villapoto won the title his first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, the eight hundred, you know. So yep. So you know, it didn't. It wasn't Kessler? just Jace Kessler. No, no, no. Oh, it wasn't just done with uh, like an elite guy like Stu or Ricky. It was done with many guys that they were podium yes. moto winning Break guys. Out. Breakouts, Zach, hole yeah. shots and leading yeah. laps. Yeah. We haven't seen that. Zach Bell finally got that start. And, you <laughs> know, took, I mean, there, really there, long there was time. all of that. He really Bogle was a fourth or fifth there. place guy, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, and it's, I think it's just the nature of things. So maybe we're a bit of a lull where we're not getting that generational talent right now. Yeah. You but know? when you want, when you look at the class, it just doesn't scream that depth to me. Right. When I, I just, I don't know. And, and honestly, I mean, listen, the jet and I had a good conversation today and I like the jet. Mm-hmm. I'm not as high as some people are very high on the jet. Very, very high on the jet. And I know he's 16, but I think 17 if, now. Yeah. 17, 17, 17. If yeah. you look at the class though, and you look at where these guys are going, like who knows what JMart's future holds. We know Ferrandis is leaving. We know Macarass leaving. The jet's going to be right there. Shane said today in the press conference that I asked him about the going back to 250s, and he said the AMA and Felt have raised some things with them. They may change the rule back. And I, I couldn't hear the rest of it because I smashed my fucking computer. Yeah, I was in here, and yeah. I was like, no, Steve, no. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, just, I, just, I just started punching uh, my computer, uh, so I don't even know what happened after that. I broke my computer, so thanks. thanks. But let, let's assume, for the sake of Steve's sanity, that just those two are leaving. I need the Oprah gift where it's like, you get to stay in the class. You get to stay in the class. You get to stay in the class. You take those two out and then you factor in Jet continuing to improve. Because I think guys like Amart, we see what Amart's going to be. And that's a great rider. But his improvement curve is not really on the uprise anymore. He's just who he is now, which is a very good podium level threat. That's negative. That's not negative. You're making faces like that's negative. I'm the, saying what you say about the improvement curve. It's not there. He's he's already who he's going to be. Is all I'm saying. Is he though? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Jet Lawrence is 17. He's still on the rise. Amart is already. He's he's in the middle of his career. He's already developed. He's that's who he's going to be. Jet, we don't know. He could, could come you could out. Teach an old dog new tricks. Thank you. He could come out in February of next year, whenever the East Coast starts or whatever, and he could jump five percent better. Yeah, that quickly yeah. because he's so young. That, and that's yeah. where I think, I think that's where people get so excited is you're already seeing him battle in the top five at 17 years old, and he's not making idiotic mistakes. He's methodically moving through the field at 17 and not throwing motos away. That's a pretty strong foundation that you're working from to uh, to be that young. So he's, next five years, Amart more potential than uh, Jet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I think, um, I think I'm almost more... I'm almost more bullish on 
Jet? Why are you laughing at? <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's totally legit. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I think I'm more excited for Jet's potential, be almost mentally, because if you look at him off the bike and you see how immature he is, and that's I don't I don't mean immature in a negative way. It's just a fact. He's just young. He doesn't ride young. He doesn't no. do dumb things. He doesn't make bad decisions. You watch him race and you watch him around people. He's not, you know, stepping out. He he's he rides at a, a maturity level much older than he is. And that, I think that's a that's a really strong statement to make about a kid who off the bike is literally just a kid. And I think we did see some of that in Supercross. Mm-hmm. But now outdoors, we got enough data with a couple motos this year to be like, okay, the, he's learning Supercross. But his natural riding is more like this. Very controlled. There were some moments in Supercross. I was like, shouldn't have done that. I, I agree. Shouldn't have done that. I agree. But you can see that he will learn that. Because here you're seeing him in his element, and it's all gone. Yep. Yep. McAdoo uh, told me a year ago he would have been stoked with a 5.7. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. now he's not. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's, a, you know, yep, 5.7 day for Ramit. Ty Masterpool, 3.13. The second motor was impressive for Ty. I mean, you know he was tired. You know, you know it was – Will, Will Hahn told me he was tired, everything else. So, um, you know, from, from doing all that. But um, uh, he worked up from way from 23rd, 24th, uh, up to 13th. So for Time Master Pool. I don't know what his deal is. Is he stay there next year? Does he ride Supercross? Do we know anything about that? I asked that? Will. I said, what's the deal with Supercross? And he said, I would say he wasn't ready this year. And I'm like, so do you know if he's going to ride Supercross? And he said, the, the idea that the Master Pool said we refuse to ride Supercross, that is not true. That is not true. Yeah. He will ride Supercross. Um, but is he, so he's one of the 14 riders on star next year? 49. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 49. Okay. All right, all right. And so. how many 450 guys? Are they yeah. Have? Four? Five. Five? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so time master pool. Justin Cooper, uh, I guess we're back to square one with him. Yeah. Because last week we're like, oh, second. Like, ah, oh, you know, like. He's come around. Said yep. they made bike changes. Yep. It's coming around. Yep. Right back where he was. Yep. Heart raft, uh, kind of back where he was <laughs> after his third. Uh, didn't didn't gain any momentum off that. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, um, seventeen ten, uh, fell in the first moto at the bottom of the leap where Adam fell and had to work his way all the way up to seventeenth. I texted him before the day about Pulp Fantasy. Want to see if he was okay? Mm-hmm. I said, "How are we feeling today?" And he said, "Wouldn't your fantasy league like to know?" <laughs> Smart kid. And I said, we would. And then he said, crazy. And then never replied again. <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> and just nothing. So uh, Hunter Lawrence already onto us. Already onto us. You have no concern from an actual human being. No, standpoint. no, They're no. Just numbers no. on paper. How's the shoulder, bro? Yeah. That's how I felt. But, uh, you know, he, he said it felt pretty good and it should get better from here. So, well, the 10th and second moto is a massive step. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sanai ran up front, both motos. Yeah, but speaking Darian of shoulders, it, it wasn't good. I actually talked to him earlier in the day. Yeah. He kind of knew it wouldn't be good, and then I got that great start. Yeah. And I'm like, is it going to get ugly? It was all right. He told me he he thought that if he didn't race this weekend, he might lose his ride. Really? Yeah. I I, I could see uh, yeah, it. I mean, yeah. dude, we're, oh, yeah. we're, what, a couple races left? Uh, they got Mitch and Monster guys. will be like, Depending yeah. Who hey. you talk to, who was going to ride the bike at Mill, the Millville's? The multiple Millvilles that we have? <laughs> I mean, there's only three races left. What, honestly, we're two Millvilles and we're like, done. I mean, wouldn't John still be pretty fast? Martin? Yeah. John Martin. Yeah. How fast would John <laughs> be able to Take any do? other Martin? Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. Like, there's, a, there's a Martin sister out there. Oh, there is? Yeah. How good is she? Could she? I mean, I'm just saying, I found a PC bike. Right. Could we just put her put in place to ride? PC bike. John, John, fits, John fits it well, I bet. You know? So, anyways. Greta, Greta has speed, too. 
Never know. Don't count out Gretel. No, no, all Martins on the gate. Five of them. Uh, Joe Schmoda. I don't know. I'm out. I, I'm, I'm out. He's right I'm, back. I, I don't. We're yeah. back we're to back Joe Schmoda. We're his, back to Schmoda. Uh, we're his, back to Hart Rath. Starts were terrible <laughs> yeah. today. Terrible. Um, Styles 13-14 on the day for him. Styles was he and Masterpool and Segamoto were inseparable. Thirty-five minutes, just locked at the hip the whole time. Mitchell Harrison's bike broke in Moto One. Moto two, he crashed. Yep. Or what? Drive it back around. Drive it backwards. Uh, I think the bike breaking other way around. Second moto bike broke. Okay. I believe the bike breaking was crash induced, though. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. So maybe it was two crashes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mason Gonzalez, another good day. Fifteen seventeen for Speedy. Dude, solid. Like the classes. I know we we're we're saying it's shallow in some ways, but we all know if you're not on a factory team and you are repeatable fifteenth. I grade differently when you are not on a factory team in two fifties. Yes, in two fifties. Yeah, absolutely. And this is enough motos now, where it's just this is just where he is. Yep. Uh, Although I do notice it is funny how often Gonzalez and Styles Robertson finish within a position or two of each yeah, other. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I made a comment in the, on, in, right, in my column about like, maybe you want to look at that horizon award, horizon award. Do you get some again. blowback from that? A little bit. Little I bit. knew it. There's a, there's a styles, there's a styles army out there. I, I knew it. Like yeah. I see certain things in there. Same thing. You had your take on Ferrandis yeah. and, and well, why, why would you even say that styles won? Yeah, but maybe, but now the horizon award winner is for future results. That's what it's called. That's what it's for. It's not for the best Loretta week. It's for horizon. We see this guy on the horizon or whatever. That's what it's for. No, literally. I know what the word horizon means, okay, but what? I don't necessarily b- believe that's what the awards are given for. They said what they say, but do they give it to the guy that has best results of Loretta's? Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's all it's for. I understand what okay. the word horizon means, but okay. I don't think that's what it's given based off of. We just... Point we just, being. Thank point you. being. He there says, were, thank you. There, <laughs> you didn't say anything. Uh, was, I, you didn't say anything. <laughs> there was a time. Say what you just said. It's there given, was a time. It's given to the guy when, with the best pro, pro career uh, thoughts or whatever. There was no, a time. No, he just said it's the guy who gives it. They no, give it to the guy that does the best. give it to the guy for the best results. But what it's for, what the name is, for the who guy do, who's. Who do they give it for? <laughs> It's judged for the guy. This is so JT and Mathis right is, here. It is. It is. It is. But so I'm glad I'm right. I'm right. So it doesn't matter. Right. He it's says right. thank you thank before you. you answer. Thank you. There was a time where Kyle Peters lost his ride with Star Racing, and Jeremy Martin, eh, eh, yeah. Jeremy Martin, <laughs> failed to make the first two Supercrosses of his career. Yeah. And then, like five races in, Steve's like, "Oh, look at the points. Kyle Peters beating your big I, superstar." Jeremy I, Martin. I still feel to this day that Kyle Peters got screwed to I, this day. I, what about Hartraft? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Not even accurate at all. I'm just saying, be careful with the takes on four or five races yeah, into yeah, someone's yeah. career. No, be careful. 100%. I, I'm not saying, yeah, yeah. Gonzalez yeah, yeah, has been yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand that. Yes. yes, I understand that. But my, my job is to evaluate what I see right now. And Mason Gonzalez, to me, is as good as Styles. Yeah, he and he's on a worse good. bike. Yeah, that, that's true. my That's my take. Okay, I don't except think that except means take win. the horizon. Except he didn't win. Except and he didn't at win. The, at the uh, Loretta's, did Mason get beat every single moto by Styles, or did Styles... Did they, did they I'd off? say Styles was faster. Remote a couple times he got a start, oh. and, and so Styles I feel like Mason won a moto or something. Or, yeah, or people but talked to, okay. it was Styles right. coming from the back. Okay, he was faster. I feel right. well, if you were leaving we Loretta's, it would have been hard to not give it to Styles. I'm just telling you that. I'm not saying what happened past that. I'm just saying leaving Loretta's. The consensus was not if they was, stick to the uh, 
to the rules of the trophy. I would love. Which apparently they don't. No, I would looking love. forward, you would say Styles is the best guy there. If I watched every moto. How, how amazing would it be if some guy got like third in those classes and they said, yeah, but we feel his style right. will work better as a professional. We see so we're him doing better. Better later. Right. Yeah. So we're going right, to give right, him the right. award now. I mean, when he's 28, what? it's really going to come hey, together. You know what? Sometimes people don't get the awards they deserve, a la me at the 98 Mini-Os for the Golden okay. Wrench when my rider lost two motos all week long, one to James Stewart and one to Steve Mertens. Otherwise, he won every single moto in all those janky disciplines that and they had. And did not win. And I did not win the Golden Wrench Award. So I'm aware of guys not getting the awards that I they should. I feel like that was more of an indictment on you than him. The bike never broke. Nothing happened. You did get beat by an 85. Um, it was a 110. On this, on this <laughs> note, it is the AMA people. They have an AMA like amateur motocross manager. That's who makes this, this decision. Okay. I you, found it. You lost me at AMA right now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, 2010. Yeah. Jason Anderson was the hot guy coming in. He wins his first four motos of the week going away. The first... Suzuki's? He was on Cowie one year. Oh, he was wow. Cowie. I don't remember that. Yeah. He got screwed where both Suzuki and then KTM both essentially went out of business. And he lost two rides in like a two-year span. Yeah. Cowie picked him up. Real, and He was the best guy. It's like the opposite of Ryan Mills. That year, one year he got... Paid, two rides. Yeah. Two paychecks in yeah. one year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How bad do you got to be to pay you to not ride for the team? Brian Mills. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, lay, lay, is that a vestige of the original Rockstar Suzuki team? Isn't that tied in with that? No, that wasn't it. Oh. It was um, it was, it was was uh, KTM and... Uh, Brian Mills. Yeah, maybe paychecks we were, maybe it was. Rockstar. Yeah, it was unbelievable. What a deal. Uh, so, Anderson wins his first four motos. Yep. Then his bike breaks with a title in hand. And then he comes back and wins the other moto, wins the other yep. class. Yep. AMA guy at the time is like, I don't know who should give it to. Zach Freeberg won a title. Anderson won a title. And I'm like, dude, Anderson was, he, his bike broke. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I was thinking like, all respect to Freeberg. I hate to, I don't want to sound like a hater, but I'm like, look, man, if we take this five years out, you're probably going to look better for picking Anderson. That's the only time I was ever involved. Who did he pick? Did they picked okay, Anderson. Okay, all right, okay, all right. You had me in my feel, I feel good about they picked Anderson and not Freeberg. Yeah. I feel like on the horizon, right. how it worked out yeah. in the future, yeah. Anderson a little bit better. That's a great career. story. It's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Hold now. on. No, I think it does. Right. I said right. in the future, you'll yeah. probably be happy yeah. that you picked Anderson. Right now, who ha five years out, when you're still doing this sport, which you claim you won't be, <laughs> who will be better, Mason Gonzalez or Styles Robertson? I have no idea. No opinion. No. Well, I was very bold what you put in at the AMA. Are they starting to look back at their choice? But you actually have no idea. Am I, am I supposed to just talk about now or the future? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> all right. Uh, Mumford, not a great weekend for him. Didn't get the starts. Fell also. Um, uh, Pierce Brown, if anybody knows where Pierce Brown is from Salt Lake, let me know. If you know where I he is. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Yeah. He it's is, bizarre. It, it is not. I, he was in the mix with those guys. Something had to have happened to his bike or something in second moto. Yeah, no, a bike broken in second yeah, moto. Yeah, he was yeah. battling with those guys, Heart, Rant, Heart Raft. Um, We're back to Heart Raft? Yeah. As the last name? Yeah. He, he wrote on he social media. He said it on Pulp Max, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is Heart Raft. Uh, yeah. It makes it no is. sense, but it, it is. is. It is. Yeah. Heart Tramped. It makes no sense how it could be Heart Raft. But he was in the mix with those guys. Derek Drake. Okay. Hard raft. Uh, and then, yeah, bike let go. Jalik Swole came back tonight, or today. 19th overall for, Wasn't for Jalik. that great. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. But, I mean, he's on a factory bike. Yeah. Well, he, he's probably got a Horizon Award winner, too. So, 
It was. He uh, did last year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Over Jet. Yep. And won, I got to say, won. he did win the title over Jet. Oh, what do you know? Maybe they got another one wrong. <laughs> but I feel like leaving Loretta's, everyone was more stoked on Jet's future. I agree. Oh, oh okay. Huh. Well, thank you. Thanks very much for that. Uh, JT, do you have any comments on... But my point goes, they, they give it to the guy that wins. So it, thank you for making my point. <laughs> thank you for not following the rules of the trophy. <laughs> Uh, Ryder Floyd, good job for Jerry Robin. JT, you you are going to owe Jerry Robin a lot of apologies as he just steadily finishes no, the motos. No. I have no problem with it. I just I refuse to pick him. I know, but he's turning a leaf. Over. No, it's he, good. It's good for him. Yeah, I don't yeah. wish him ill will. Okay. Uh, and it's again. What did I say a couple weeks ago? Where you take the entire world's views. And if JT agrees with them, you put it all on JT. So JT is the only one who's ever mentioned. Well, he's the only Jerry. one on this podcast. I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. Do you want me to call everybody up and put them on the pod? JT, this exclusive hot take. I didn't Jerry say exclusive. has been inconsistent through the years. You want to blame, blame me for fossil fuels, too? I didn't, I didn't say that. Jeez. Uh, Joey Crown. Tough tough day for Joey Crown. How did it end up? Dude. I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, Dean Neff, both motos. Oh. Uh, Derek Kelly, JT, would you like he was to talk up about, there in the first would you like to talk about too. Derek Kelly? I don't have anything good to say. Okay. Uh, I'm going to save it for the fantasy podcast, okay. but the, his bike broke the last lap of the first moto, not his fault. They didn't have another bike or parts, not his fault, but good God, what is happening? All right. That's all I have to say. Swim with mediocrity, man. Don't swing for the fences like that. Just swim in the in the medium depth pools. <laughs> Be, play it safe. You yes. didn't even know who you picked today. You didn't. I am so glad I picked Master Pool, and I did not think I picked him. <laughs> I crushed it. 148th overall. Oh, boy. We'll be back on Monday with more. Uh, yeah, yeah. With more of those scores. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, uh, so t- t- uh, title pick here. What do, what, do, what do we got? What do we what do? 250 class. I'm gonna. I'm going with Dylan still. I know the concern level is at 2025. I'll stick with Dylan though. Man, this is tough. I like where this is. Jamar things going. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I still have a mark to win the title. Stop it. Third to points. Stop JT. No, we're good. No one's buying it. Listen, it's no the, one's the buying path it. is getting it. tougher. We, we've got a, he, more of an uphill climb. He, you got two Millvilles now. Four Millvilles. We do. Oh. We're going to get eight. I thought, you, I thought you, one of you said all Millville's the rest of the way. <laughs> I, will be, I will give you that the road is getting a little, the, the map is getting a little bit harder to chart at the, this point of the season. How good did the flow yellow look? It did look pretty good. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. I agree. Yeah. Amar just crushing it on the looks too. I, honestly, Amar was going past me so fast. It was kind of blurry. Right. I could just see like a kind of a yellow streak, almost like the speed of light. Mm-hmm. Same color too. No one's buying this. Uh, so, okay. Uh, I'll go for Andis. You, you, you will go, uh, I'm going to go Jmart. Yep. I like the way this is shaping up and I'm also s- starting to root for Jmart a little bit. Um, I think Monday's pretty telling, uh, for obvious reasons with a short series. What do, yada, yada, yada. what do you mean? I don't like the way that for camp is approaching this thing. Like you don't need to tell us that he's the best guy. We got it. We, we have eyes like, you don't have to make excuses for him. Just let it go. Let the races play out. I, I, I don't need to hear all these things on social media or comments. Where or do you hear on social media? What do you, I don't, I don't know where you're hearing this. Where are you seeing this? I don't, I don't get this. It, it doesn't matter. I don't want to call people out specifically. I just, oh. there is a tone that I'm not thrilled about. 
<laughs> There's a tone. <laughs> that, so whatever. I oh, I know what you're talking about. I do know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't dislike uh, the guy. I, I don't forgot. even know him. Right. But it's it's steering me towards cheering for J-Mart a little bit. America. No, I don't care about Election that. year. Who cares? I don't even know Dylan Frey. It's not even about Dylan. It's really not. I don't know him. But I think if J-Mart can have another positive day points-wise on Monday... Then you roll into Millville, which we know. Four Millvilles? <laughs> well, just even one, home track. Then I think past that, I would lean towards J-Mart. I don't know if he has an edge at WW Ranch, but it certainly can't be a negative scenario. Riding in the sand in Dylan Florida. Dylan didn't do well there last year, but he kind of blamed it on the Supercross Championship. You know what I mean? So that, that like, he, I was going to say, like, yeah. he did do well there last year, but he had a reason. You and know that's what I mean? fine, so, but yeah. I think right. if, if you're talking to J-Mart and you have to pitch a track to him. I don't think WW ranch is a negative for him. Right. So it starts to line up. I don't want to say towards J Mart, but it, it's not looking so bad, you know, leaving it where wins one. Everybody was like, this title's over. Like Dylan is so much better than everybody, but it's, it's trending the other way. Things are happening. And we come back to that thing where it's like, when it's your year, things just weird things go your way. And it, if Monday goes well, I'm going to start leaning harder that way. I, th- I think J-Mart's building momentum. He's gaining confidence. And even if he's saying, yeah, we all know Dylan's better, I think even in his own mind, he's starting to think, maybe I can beat him. Maybe if I keep getting the starts and, and putting pressure on Dylan, maybe this will go my way. So I'll, I'll take J-Mart. The AMA Horizon Award. Oh, winner. my gosh. Jeez, is Steve. given. Hold on. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> what up? Oh, wait, never wait, wait. No, no, you can't mind. do that. No, he just goes, never I didn't, mind. I didn't find it. It didn't fit my narrative. I didn't find it. It didn't fit my narrative. Never he mind. He was reading and he didn't find uh, it. I didn't I, find what he wanted. I swear to you, I just Googled it, but it's not here. I was kidding. I was making a joke. Uh, Look, here. It's from this stu- stupid RaceRex website. There's no... It's no explanation. Uh, no explanation of the award. So that I did find it somewhere though. But anyways, you could right. you could check with the AMA. But at one point, uh, our buddy Chase Stello said that yeah. according to the AMA, Max Anstey was leading the motos. Today. Yeah, the timing <laughs> was off again. The timing was so off bad. Again. But again, thank you for making my point. Swole versus Lawrence. Great, great work, AMA. And also too, are we forgetting it's the AMA? Good chance this is screwed up. <laughs> Good chance they screwed this up with Robertson. But and, hold on. And, 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 okay. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit, but we also didn't know we're a year removed. We didn't know the jet would be this good. Nobody did. Nobody knew he was going to be this good. It's easy to look back in hindsight Lucas and say Myrtle now. Did. When he told me he was 15 at the trophy ceremony, yeah. I was like, oh, dear God. Yeah. But at the same time, we didn't know Swole would be this bad. Like, Swole has not been great. Yeah, there has been very few signs here. I was Team Swole. He did battle Shimoda big time for third in the 250 Supercross East right. points. Big time battle. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Big uh, battle for third. Cap. <laughs> okay, uh, so, yeah. Barry you, Carson also did, led the East Coast you did points. Not, oh, it's glorious. You did not give us a championship guy. I'm good. <laughs> oh, you're not. You're not doing <laughs> you're it. You're not picking? Okay. Look, I, I JT, you, you're calling the game so you can't beautiful. make a call. <laughs> yeah, I done by beautiful argument by JT, and I want to agree with JT, but I I don't know what this Ferrandis army you're, you're talking about is. But I'm, army. I'm afraid of the Ferrandis army. Oh, I'm afraid. God. I don't know who to watch out for. I don't. You're not naming names, so I don't know who might come at me Monday and say that I disrespected him. Okay. Very enough. scared. All right. Bring it. Fly Very Racing scared. Racer X podcast presented by <laughs> Renthal and Maxis and Onyx Maps, of course. Uh, this has been the uh, whoa whoa Dunge. Hello? Yeah, Dunch. Dunch? I'll get to that. Yeah. This oh, has been right. the Red Bud One review. You said has been. Yeah, don't yeah, sign the off. Show is over. Well, don't sign off. Okay, so uh yeah, Dunch the the report is, and I tweeted this out, that Dunch uh racing next year is a real possibility. 
And, and I think it is, I, 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 from what I've gathered, I talked to a couple of people and, uh, uh, he may ride supercross for Honda. He's looked into, talked into them about leasing a bike. He's got some sponsors on board and I don't know why he wants to do this, but we may see it. And this was kind of a shocker today. Yeah. I'd actually heard several months now that he was looking to, into the possibility. What would it take? How much, what would it toss, cost to get a bike? And I just want to clarify at no point is this team Honda is signing Ryan Dungey yeah, yeah, and paying yeah, him yeah, to yeah, ride. Yeah. If they're not replacing Roxon with Dungey. He came to them, I believe, and said, if I wanted, and this is how we've seen guys do this before, you know, what would it take to have a factory bike? How much would it cost? Okay, I'll see if I can raise that much money. Um, I only knew that much. And then all of a sudden, recently, I started to hear more of, he might have a sponsor that can make it happen. Uh, that's all I got. Um, so, yeah. you put it out there today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Um, just because, you know, it's a possibility. I think it is a possibility. Yeah, um, I've heard it's possible. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what I put out there, basically. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised, JT, that he would want to come back. Yeah, we're getting the nuances of sponsor, possible, very possible. I don't know. But the idea of him wanting to come back, I think we know that much. He yeah. is exploring the idea of coming back. I don't. I mean, the heart, what, the heart wants what the heart wants. I yeah. guess that's there. But I don't think this is a good idea. Can I go on the record now? August of 2020, September, September. No. Yeah. Hard and to say. We don't even know what the odds are. He's doing it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't I, like yeah. this. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. I, uh, I'm kind of with you. Um, we've seen riders. Bradshaw took a year and a half off. Kurdowski took a year off. We've never really seen it work with the guys. Dungey's been off for what? Two. Yeah. I understand 18, the concept 19, of it 20. because like when I woke yeah. up and went to the track, Anaheim won 2013. I wanted to race. Like I really did. I, I was like, man, this, this, I should be out there. I could, where would I fit in? I get all that. But when a guy like Dungey, who has such a storied legacy now, multi-time champ, you know, up there, you can get into the endless debate about where he stacks up. But I think everybody has him in the top 10 of all time. If you start getting top five, it gets oh, dicey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, why, why put all that in jeopardy? Forget about your health. Forget about all that. Let's just, Assume that's all going to be fine, but man, find me some scenarios where this goes to plan and you come back to glory and you're back to the level you were at while oh, all these yeah. other guys, Tomax and Osborne's and Cincerillo's and all, they've just been hammered down, right? Every single day of their life has been, has been dedicated to getting better on a motorcycle and Dungey because he's absolutely deserves it has been chilling. Yeah. I, I don't think. <laughs> That's a good dynamic to walk back into on a leased bike. I don't know, man. I just, I don't think these things go to plan very often. And maybe it's going to be a financial windfall for him. And if that's the goal and that's well, what he's in it for, good for you. But this isn't, I don't think this, it will be. I don't know. Yeah, this isn't, yeah, I don't this know. isn't Honda or somebody saying, hey, we'll write you all this money and come back and, and ride or whatever. This is like, hey, Dunge going around from what we know. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I got this guy and I got this guy. What can I do when I want to go racing? Like, so you're, you're, he may, I don't think he's going to spend his own money because that would be really foolish. But let's say he just goes out and gets his own money and gets into this. Like, you just got to go like, what are you doing? Like, Results wise, for all the reasons you just said, and then on top of that, you're not gonna cash out and just crush it with money, right? So, because you know, money is a reason yeah. for guys to come back, yeah, right? Yeah. But but this one doesn't seem like it's money related. It seems like it's board related. So go, you know, go do a, a triathlon or something, or I don't know. I man. think there's a higher than fifty percent chance he's gonna regret doing this. 
If he does it, of course, yeah. Yeah, if yeah, which he does we, it. yeah we're not saying. He yeah, does, I, I don't yeah. know. I haven't right. talked to anybody about this, so I I'm purely going off the the speculation that it's happening. But man, I've seen this. I've seen this happen. I've seen a lot of guys want to come back and do it, and then at some point they're just like, "Eh, this probably wasn't the best idea I've ever had." But and the funniest thing to me when he stopped, he seemed like he really wanted to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Really wanted to be done. Yeah. I mean, remember, he was supposed to do outdoors. He, yeah. He was like, he had a contract and everything. He's yeah. just no, nah, I got my, my, my Supercross title. I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to watch. I mean, when you, when I heard that, I was like, what? No. Yeah. And then, yeah, it seems like there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah. What we're saying is he needs to get sponsors to make it happen. We don't know if that's going to happen. But is he at least exploring the idea of making a comeback? I think we can say that much. Yeah. Like he is interested yeah. if yeah. the pieces could be put I together. I think we're there now for sure. There's yeah. interest on his side, which yeah. I would have yeah. laughed. Right. Right. So right. that's what we're talking about. And all I'm worried about is one thing and one thing only. I, I just don't want to see the dude get hurt. Like this is yeah. a, this is a brutal I'm, sport. I'm not even willing to I'm, – I'm not even bringing that in it because yeah. – there's no upside to even talking about that. Yeah, great point. Great point. So you just know where I stand. The yep. risk is what scares of me, course. and that's all I'm going to say. Yep. I, I, well. I can honestly tell you, the first year that I, I stopped racing, there was a good six months where every single morning I could remember driving to work and saying, you know what, I don't, even have, I don't have to take big risks today. I just get to go to work. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Because it weighed on me as I got older. Oh, it weighed could, on me more and more. You could tell that last year. And that's fine. That's that's a dunge. That's a fair statement. Getting in the way, oh, screwing him in Hangtown. I don't know if that was the last year. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, <laughs> screwing no, dunge. It's, yeah. it's fair. Transfer of power the other way. <laughs> but it, it really did. Like every morning, I'd be like, I just have to go to work. I don't have to like take big risks of crashing my brains out or hurting myself. I used to literally drive to the track every day to practice. Be like, man, am I going to yeah. go to the hospital today? That was time to get out. <laughs> yeah, tell me. But yeah. you know, I get, I get the. Uh, I totally understand. Uh, retiring at 27, you have a lot of money, and everything just stops. Like, I don't think Dunge did this for the adulation of fans or media. He never struck me as that type of guy. But everything stops, right? Your routine, your everything else, you, you, you and your wife, and he's got a kid now. Uh, but go take that competitive desire and go uh, do Apply triathlons. To else. And That's do triathlons, do yeah. um, bicycle racing. There's many things you could do to take that competitiveness and that drive and train and everything else. Just exactly. not get on a motocross bike and race supercross after three years off, which we literally have never seen that work. I mean, Bradshaw did okay when he came back, but he was not the same guy. No. It's going to be really hard, I think, for him to accept it. Assuming maybe he comes back and wins, and then we all just have to eat crow. We have to all shut up and say, you know what? This was a great decision. You're the man, and and I will be the first to do that. But how many times have we seen that happen? Pretty much never. And I think it's going to be very difficult for him to swallow if he is getting sixth and seventh, which could happen. I mean, you look at the field right now; it is not easy. And look at the out the look yeah. at the outdoor championship we're in right now. It is deep, and not even all the guys are out there. Yeah, Roxon's not there. Webb's not there. Anderson. Anderson's yep. not there. It's it's not going to. Amart hasn't moved up yet. Exactly. <laughs> but you laugh. But sorry, sorry. But just add Ferrandison there. God. Add McElrath in there, maybe. Right, it's not going to get easier. I, and and you could argue that Dungey's better than those two. Sure, that's fine. But him going out there and getting sixth or eighth, which could happen at times, that's going to be a really tough one to swallow. And he's going to be yeah. sitting in his in his rig, going, "What the hell am I doing here?" Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. It, it's a, it's it, yeah. I don't think it's. 100% happening. I don't, obviously, I don't think it's 100% not happening. There is interest there. Like you said, Weech, there's, there's something going on. You should ask RV how RV thinks RV would do if he chose. 
to come back. Well, he's too busy right now taking all the credit for, the, for the, all the credit for the Yamaha Renaissance for Barsha right being now. awesome. Yeah. But think yeah. about think yeah. about yeah. this. You Does that shock you? <laughs> no, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would RV say? Right, right. Oh, if I came back, I'd yeah. trust these dudes. Right. So think I would about, kill these guys. Think about RV when he went to Monster Cup that year. <clears throat> and he rode time qualifying. Yeah, he, was like, he was like 18th. Yeah. And I think he get, did he get 10th overall? He ran a or would have. sticker that night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's like. But he was like a 10th place guy. Right. Yeah. He, he didn't get 10th because he skipped the Joker yeah, lane. Yeah, yeah. He last skipped lap. the Joker lane. Yeah. yeah. On purpose. Old habits die hard. But it's hard to take time off and just jump right back in. You're not going to be the same guy that you were with five or six years of momentum rolling. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, I can't even put a percent on like what I, from what. No, I have no idea. Yeah. But I don't have any, I have very little info, just that he's interested. I didn't hear this from anybody that would know, but I might've heard it from you or you. He looked, he asked, he was sniffing around KTM one year to come back. Yes. Last Supercross? Yeah, I heard that too. For 19? For 19 season. For yeah. 19 Supercross? Okay, yes. so there was something there. There was, that's there was, right. Right, he was kind of saying like, hey, what about coming back? And he ultimately decided not to, of course, but but there was that there too. Well, I think they said, uh, you know, we love you, man, but we can't just make the budget, you know, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, like yeah. our team is right. Marvin Webb. We can't just make a guy, and they're spending tons on MotoGP. Great series, Steve. It is. So I think they were is like, that the one where the guy's marrying a stepsister? Is that the same series? Uh, yeah. Yes. It's actually a KTM oh. supported rider, too. Oh, okay. So just yeah. Won the last so, so yeah. yeah. That, okay, that one. Great series you guys got yeah. over there. He's yeah. a dentist, actually. The racer? Yeah. He's a dentist? I, I don't he's understand a, that. He is a dentist. I don't understand that. He literally is. Yeah. I've heard this. Yeah. Jared and I'm like, what do they was, mean? too. Yes. We know our one yeah. motocross guy who got a regular job. Yeah. Um, He's a learned doctor. Okay, so, dentistry. Yeah, so great series. But what were you saying? At the time, I think it was, hey, Dungey. It oh, wasn't like KTM budget. shoved right, right. the door in his face. Yeah. I think they were just like, man, we can't right. just make a Ryan Dungey spot. He's not cheap either. It's not like he's like, hey, yeah. give me give me, no, you know, 50 grand and Ryan I'll show Dungey, up. Bro. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, totally. um, and, you know, and the whole Geico thing with Dungey was kind of bizarre. Yeah, it was. And, Nothing so, kind of about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, delete social media photos of them and everything. Like, just like, this like never happened. Breakup. This never happened. Like, like, yeah, no, we all saw it. We, we saw the press release. It was like it got annulled. He was on Pulp Show even talking about it. So anyways, so there's yeah. that. So maybe this thing is a Geico thing. And maybe the coffee is a thing. I don't know. We'll see. But maybe. Oh, like it just goes away. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah great yeah. point. It and, could. And maybe Dunge wants to be the Pulp Mech Show co-host. Maybe that's the next thing for him. You know, there's another thing to think about there. Yeah, could it go? I, I do not think he's going to be a Pulp co-host. He probably will not ever be a guest at this point. Um, <laughs> no, he that asked is, me to come on. Uh, yeah, up until ago. today. Yep, yep. We'll see. Yep. Um, that is another thing to think about. Even if he is interested, I'm sure he's definitely not at the point, I'm sure, where he's like boot camp training testing for this. Yeah. So yep, yep. maybe he gets into that and he's like, you know what? Yeah. Eh. Right. No, I, I'm with you. So yeah. uh, another thing we heard, Weege, was I just wrote about Barsha in Racerhead yesterday on Racerhead's yeah. online um, going to Gas Gas, and we all thought that was going to happen. And now we hear that maybe for the first time in a sports history, a factory has matched, used their right to, everyone has a right of first refusal in their contracts in this industry, right? Uh, riders and gear companies and all that kind of stuff. And basically it just says, hey, whatever deal you bring to the table, if we match it, you have to stay. Yeah. And, and, you know, and that never happens. It never gets used. It never it gets used. Yeah. No. And now we're hearing that Yamaha is using that and saying, we'll match your gas gas offer and you will stay with Yamaha along with all of our other 18 guys. It does happen sometimes, just not often. I've seen it happen, really? but yeah. In yeah. OEMs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hurlings, it happened. Honda, Honda won Hurlings really badly. They matched it. it it's, it's rare. I'll, I'll give you guys that. It's, it's not some, cause usually 
You want to go. Yeah, God yeah, wants to go. We don't so want to ever keep somebody that doesn't want to be here. Right, right. So we're hearing that Barsha maybe stay in Yamaha. Uh, yeah, biggest factory team of all time with the yeah. amount of guys that are going to be yeah. on Yamaha. Yeah. Will Hunt, poor Will Hunt. You got to deal with all this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was quite surprised. I thought this gas gas deal was going to happen. Yeah. I think some people over there thought it was going to happen. And then next thing you know, I, I, I just... I'm just a little confused. Look, we don't want to know the details, and I'm sure if or when this gets signed, maybe Barsha will talk about why. I think people are a little confused because it feels like the majority of the... Barsha's had a few good moments on the Yamaha's where he says, now we got to figure it out. And then a whole lot of, we don't have it figured out. Yeah. So it was like, here was your chance. Or are you saying, he don't have a choice in this? So we can't really put it on, hey, Barsha, you said you struggled with the bike. Here's your chance to ride another bike. Actually, isn't his call. I don't think it's just, his call, right? He just got to. I, I guess so. I mean, I guess if you threw a fit I think, and really got mad, they, really would, they would let you go. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah, it depends yeah. on how much of a stink he's willing to make. Yeah. Okay. But, but I would bet he's more money at Yamaha with his gear money and the yeah. OEM oh, yeah. like, like, that's more money. So, yeah. if the ultimate financially, it's better for Justin Barsha to stay at Yamaha. So, you know, maybe there's a bit of that. Like, I, think, yeah. I think it's going to be a net financial positive. Right. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I agree. We'll and for whatever it's worth, last couple of weeks... Maybe they got the Yamaha finally figured out. But we've heard it. Multiple Anaheim ones. We've heard it many times. To me, it just looks like conditions. I know we all kind of scoffed at it in Salt Lake, but it's hard to argue against it right now. Yeah, I know. But if you're him, are you stoked? Like, Salt Lake isn't five years ago. No. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. a couple months what, ago, you know. were struggling to give me top 10. I don't know well, what you think if you're Justin Barsha. Chris, Chris Betts is not happy with Justin Barsha, so he may have an issue. Oh, yeah, wow. I didn't even think about that. There could that, be a bat so, yeah. coming into the pits. And and, uh, and Ferrandez and Barsha, they seem like they'd get along perfectly, so that'll be that'll be great. That'll be <laughs> oh, awesome. Gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they seem like they're perfectly matched over there. So. Oh, gosh. Um, all right. Well, we're in person, and we did an hour and 35 podcast. So, hope you guys are happy. It's quite fun. Anything else? No. Look, this podcast only has a two-day shelf life, okay? Do you guys want to circle back to the Horizon Award? <laughs> Given to the rider that best uh, exemplifies future success in the sport. I think that's what it's, it's supposed to made have. that up. I did. That's what it's supposed to have. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, it's Zach Freeberg. I'm sorry. I apologize, like everybody, for taking the, the award literally how it was written. I apologize. My bad. I'm supposed to know. Sorry. I'm sorry, Freeberg. I said Anderson. <laughs> that was my suggestion. <laughs> I feel like Anderson's career did turn around better. Maybe... You sabotage Freeberg's career. I know. I mean, Freeberg's a good dude. And what does he run the track down there in Tampa? Yeah. 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 He, could be, he yeah. could be the 2018 Supercross champ. Yep. All right, everybody. If well, I hey, thanks that. for listening. Thank you to Fly. Thank you, Renthal, Maxis. We're going to do another one of these, but not in person because, uh, well, actually, maybe are you, you should come in for the fantasy pod. I think that'd be great. Are you doing it from here? Yeah. 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 You should definitely do it. I think that'd be fantastic. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Where All are right. you staying? Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm driving home in between races. Yeah. No, we're in Granger. Right. Pretty you, cool area. Do you know how hard it was for me, Weege, on the press conference when I asked the four of the riders what they were going to do during the weeks, like during the next two days, I mean, sorry? Yeah. I said, what are you guys going to do the next two days? you know how hard it was for me to not be like, hey, if you have any, any of you guys want to hang out, you got my number. Oh, yeah. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. just get a big laugh, yeah. but I was like, mm -hmm. oh, let me keep it professional. Well, yeah, you have to be careful with these press conferences because they're being viewed by a non-pulp audience. Like you asked... You purposely stirred up AC as a I joke did. last week yeah. about him and Osborne. Yeah. And then, of course, like they're like, the stupid media in this sport. What the? <laughs> like, it was a joke. Who said no, that? they're right. They're right about that. Part. Okay. Yeah. Who said that? YouTube comment. Oh, YouTube comment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're talking about Steve or not, but they were right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. 
Anyway, you don't seem concerned with what YouTube says. No, I mean, I, yeah, I don't concern. <laughs> he's not concerned with what I say. No, I'm not, concerned with, I'm not concerned with like. I'm on his yeah. payroll. And he's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's definitely not concerned. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. And you've been listening to the Alex Martin podcast. And we'll be back uh, <laughs> next week to talk more about Alex Martin, Horizon Awards, and Alex Martin. <laughs> a whole mill bills, all Alex Martin all the time, man. Anything you want. There's we're, no we're, chance Amart, they were given the Horizon Award winner when Amart was racing amateurs. Come back and talk about how Greta no, they had it. Oh, though. they did? Amart, I don't think he was even top five of Loretta's. <laughs> More reasons we should cheer for him. That was like, that was in the early days of Loretta's, bro. No, I think uh, Way was first one. 97. I think it was the first one. We've done this list on Racerex so many times. Oh, yeah. I like, have it all memorized. Nick Marty? Way. Marty? Nah, Marty was okay, but he was top three guy. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what year he raced. Or it was like poor, like maybe RV and, and J-Law. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, that was one. J-Law won a title. RV won a title. They gave it to RV. J-Law, not happy. Oh, imagine not that. Not happy. I still like that. Well, I like that choice, though, RV. Like, if you want to look at career success. Who did had the better? I don't know. Yeah. J-Law has a fly racing. If you went back to 08, you'd be like, eh, I don't know how this is going to go. I think that week, (laughs) you know what? I think J-Law was better that week. J-Law was better that week than RV, but they bet it on the future. There was more hype on on J-Law than RV. At that, yeah. At that time? At that time. I mean, that's why fly racing made him a champion. Let me know. We did did not sign that team just for J-Law. That was the Yamaha Troy deal. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Jason Thomas, Jason Wygant. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. 
I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My my ego got in the way, you know. The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days 